So let's go ahead and do a roll call for sync purposes. I'm Michael. I'm uh, George Lopez. Uh, uh, me. Kevin Bacon. I'm Kevin Bacon. <laughs> if if you said Kevin Spacey, the podcast would be a little different. <laughs> uh, oh, you know that name was running through my head earlier today. I'm like, who the fuck is Kevin Spacey, and why am I thinking about this name? <laughs> who the fuck is Kevin Spacey? <laughs> I'm gonna Google that. Uh, I like how it's running through your mind at one point. Uh, he was the evil grasshopper from A Bug's Life. That's what he's most known for nowadays. Oh Holy fuck. He is also the president of the United States. <laughs> like he looks so tired. I don't know if, if you saw Baby Driver, but he was in that. Yeah, I haven't seen I Baby not. Driver, but I do like the guy who directed it. Yeah, Edgar Riggett. Why? Oh, why is Kevin James in this picture? I should have said Kevin James. <laughs> All right, folks, fellas, I said fucking folks. This is some good E3 discussion. Uh, all right. was Kevin James at E3? I didn't think so. Right, but he wasn't that one. He wasn't that one movie with Adam Sandler about Pat. Greetings and welcome back, gentles and ladiesmen, to another fantastic new episode of Unversecast. Um, uh, last time we met, we discussed the lesser publishers uh, and their conferences. The lesser. Yeah, I'm just, that's what I'm going with, because it's just like, who, honestly, who cares about Ubisoft's conference? You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. <laughs> Also, today's episode is featured by a thunderstorm in Orlando, Florida. I hope that I don't die. That would be bad. It, the, the house is shaking, you guys. Right. Did you just do the like the shaggy yikes? <laughs> yikes! Yikes! Imagine yikes. there's a hurricane yikes, and Shaggy's like yikes, Scoob. Exo <laughs> Senpai, are you trying to tell me something? Are you trying to imply? That I look like a certain character from that show. Uh, no, you did, though. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> you did. Now you got me doing it! <laughs> uh, so, um, it's... Yeah, trying to find time to record for this has been a major pain. Uh, but thankfully, uh, we have all gotten together once again. Uh, these the stars were, are aligned. We're, we're patient enough to wait for me to clean up some cat pee today. Uh, and I'm gonna stick that in there so that I remember when I watch this like three years from now, I'll be like, Oh yeah, that was the day I cleaned up the cat pee. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yes. You're gonna pee on your deathbed. I'll never forget the time I cleaned up the cat pee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's funny though is is because my little cat Gabe could have gone anywhere but he decided to go and because like he was stuck in my room and he couldn't go to his litter box so he just what he did was he found a box with some paper in the bottom of it like uh, shipping paper and he went in there and because of that it significantly reduced the mess that I would have to clean up later so it was just kind of a happy coincidence that he did that. Uh, but you guys aren't here to, to, to for us to talk about that. You're here for us to talk about E3 2018. Uh, I and... do not subscribe to this. I subscribe for cat piss stories. <laughs> uh, so all we have left is Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. 
Uh-huh. And Microsoft came first, so I suggest uh, we start with that. And can we just agree that this was probably the better conference out of the three? I I w- would agree with you, Ryan. Uh, for two years in a row, Microsoft, and probably, possibly even before that, but last year what I remember was, it was games, 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 like one after another, lots of new exclusives for Xbox or and PC, um, lots of new games to look at, and just trailer after trailer after trailer, and that was pretty much what this year was too. Uh, I think they found a formula that really worked, and once again, they had the best conference, by far. But I will say, and this is kind of spoiling a thing, maybe? It's it's, it's a trend that I noticed. It's that- You're spoiling the podcast. They, <laughs> they had really, it was kind of like Bethesda, where they had like really good announcements for the most part. Excuse me, but they just showed like logos. They didn't show, like, for the really interesting, for the really big hard hitters, they didn't show any gameplay. And that kind of bummed me out. Because if we want to get started here with Halo Infinite, that's how they opened up the trailer. And I'm like, great, it looks great. But we don't know how it plays, we don't know what it looks like. We talked you about it in the last it part, like. it's possible that this could be like a battle royale. You do know what it looks like, though. They showed you the in-game footage. Yes, that is true, but how many how many times does the in-game footage look significantly worse when the game is released? I mean, every, <laughs> every game at E3 is basically that, you know? Yeah. So it's it's it looks really nice, but it's it probably won't look like that when the game is out. It'll probably probably look worse. I just prefer like I don't even care if I see the game playing, just say what it is, please. Because yeah. when when you have to like sit there and wonder for sometimes years what this game is gonna be, it kinda gets tiring. Mm-hmm. So I hope they just yeah. come out with it soon enough. Yeah. Because it's it's I mean, one word, thing to have a that... logo one year and then show it up next year. It's one thing to have a uh, just a logo and confusing nonsense well, for two if years it was in a row. Like, Death Stranding. If it if it was Halo <laughs> Six, you wouldn't really need to explain anything because it's like, oh, okay, it's a new Halo. But Halo Infinite implies something entirely different. So I don't know what like, and uh, like a little text blur might have been nice. Like now, what, this um, is what this game is. From what I understand, because this is what I've heard from like interviews and whatnot. My dog is barking at my door for some reason. I do apologize. But from what I understand, it's supposed to pick up from where Halo 5 left off. But they're also trying to like undo the damage that Halo 5 did. Well, really what Halo 4 did as well. Um, and that's also apparent with, again, with this trailer. With it's, it's, trying to look, it's trying to look like Halo as opposed to trying to look like its own thing. Which is weird to think about because with Halo 4, it had like a brand new art direction. But it wasn't consistent with what the other games had, what the books had, and everything like that. And so they're trying to make this feel more like the Halo that people know and love because people don't like this new direction. They're, they're so trying to bungee it's, it's, it up. They're trying to be like bungee, exactly. So are they trying to have actual level design now? I would hope so. I would hope Did so. Did Halo Appar- have actual level design? Because from what I remember, it was just a corridor shooter. Halo? Yeah. Well, in terms of like then you how, probably how the only the first level out and how the environments were and how you re- like, especially if you're playing on like legendary and stuff, there was a lot of stuff like because I think there was a lot of intricate design to the levels in those games mm-hmm. and where they place certain items and how the enemies reacted to stuff and where they place certain enemies because it was it was just enough like because you you have enough enemy types like the you have stuff like going from uh, the grunts to jackals to brutes to 
um, the hunters even. Yep. And then you have a lot of the flying vehicles and stuff, and you climb on scarabs a lot. I think the level design is pretty impressive for what it is. Um, mm -hmm. And it was it felt very... Uh, it's not necessarily a fast-paced game, but it still kind of felt arcadey in the sense that, like, you could find skulls if you explored the levels enough. Yeah. Um, there was just a really big focus on the actual gameplay in a way that many, many FPS games nowadays don't do in their single players. And I mean, even, even more than it's that... It's funny because Halo just fell into that. It fell mm -hmm. into the exact same thing that it did so much better than anything else. It was really... I mean, like, it's such a shame. I mean, even more than that, to add on to what you're saying, it wasn't even just about the gameplay, it was also about the level design itself. That's one of the things that Halo was always known for. The first game specifically, anyways, Halo 2, not so much. But the first game, it was all about Don't the environment, so it was the level Do design. not diss Halo 2. Well, Halo 2 was a bit more Halo 2's my favorite game ever. Don't do it, Ryan. Is it? Is don't it really? It. No, it, it's it's not. Oh, <laughs> it's it's. The I don't most think I've ever heard you talk one, about so Halo before. More than the others, but Halo Three is mm. probably my favorite. But reaches but anyway, mine, but whatever. It's I, feel, I defend two a lot because like Halo is like, and I love it. So mm. don't don't do it, Ryan. Oh, I ain't dissing nothing about Halo Two. I understand like, like Halo, Halo One. Don't make me fight you. Hey, I ain't trying. What do you mean? Halo Two sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean Halo 2 is not a complete game? What are you talking about? Yes, it is! <laughs> I feel like Halo is like the perfect franchise for video essays. Like, it's just that God <laughs> made it so so every fucking dickhead with a microphone could write, write a script about the rise and fall of Halo. Like, God was like, <laughs> let not... there be video essays, and That's... so shall it be. That's so what if I nice had planned to do that? Tristan. Hey, Dox. What if I had what? planned to do that? What if I had that plan, I, hey, Dox? Are I you fucking, I can a see. Dickhead? <laughs> I'm a dickhead with a microphone, King K. I made <laughs> like, a video you... about why EA is bad. Yeah, uh, like, hey, Dox, I was, I was gonna say, you're not really one to talk. You've made like a billion video <laughs> essays like that. I know, I know. That's like there's the Spyro but, one, the Crash one, okay, the EA's okay, evil, motherfucker, Activision sucks, Ubisoft sucks, Nintendo sucks. Listen up! I was the first motherfucker out here on the field preaching about Spyro. <laughs> He's the I only one else took I feel like, like maybe you were one of the first persons to make a video like that that got a lot of views, but I'm pretty sure people have been talking about how much they hated Skylanders for a long time before you made yours. Nah. Exo, that was me. Is this I started the revolution. No? He started the coup. I started the yeah, revolution Halo, that okay. killed Halo, Halo, Skylanders. Right? Halo was bad. It's bad now. And if they can somehow turn that ship around, I'll be impressed. Mm -hmm. Just quite frankly, because I have no faith in it anymore. But I mean, it looks like... I mean, I don't, I don't like, like I said, we don't really know what it looks like. We don't know how it's going to play. Like we know graphically yeah. what it's supposed to look like in the kind of art direction. Again, they're going back to the old, like the older stuff, the good stuff. But well, I, I'm, I'm interested to know what that means because a lot of people might brush over. Like I know it was a, it was pretty controversial when it happened, mm -hmm. but um, when they removed split screen, that was yes. almost a signal to me that they don't understand what Halo is. Like, like it's, it. That was just a signal. That's I was like, Halo's dead because that it's it's not like such a it's it was a controversy for a reason because that's so integral to how yeah. Halo used to be played. 
And I'm and pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they said it was confirmed to be back for Halo Infinite. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure someone, someone. I don't know how much they even said, said about Halo Infinite at all. There, there was like an interview or something. I watched like a, like a Halo Infinite discussion thing and they were going over things that have been said about it. So it's like, when you, I, I would just like it. I would like it to be a return to form or at least something that isn't what we've been getting lately. Yeah, because I mean, I enjoyed Halo 4, but Halo 5 just felt like every shooter on the market. And the character customization sucked because all the armor pieces that you got sucked. And there was microtransactions up the ass. So if we can ditch all that kind of stuff and just just take Halo online, what what they have going on and just make that. Just just take what they have there and just make that into a game. Yeah, I've been playing uh, Golden, which is the PC online game they made in i think russia or something that yeah. got translated and they, by got fans modded and yeah. uh i have that on my computer before 343 did a cease and desist or i think they did a cease and desist or something like that no and it's then, not a cease um, and desist they just um it, it was something where they had to they told them to stop making yeah. it yeah i don't know what what specifically it was but i have it on my computer and it's still up like you can play with people and it's just a blast from yeah. the past. I love it so much. Think, so I'm like, if I think this if doesn't impress me, I'm not going to be like super disappointed. Mm -hmm. So that'll I just be another was... drop in the bucket and I'll just go play El Dorito on my PC where Halo should be anyway. Yeah, it's oh. not a cease and desist because if it was, I think they would say to shut down the servers, but they're keeping the servers off. Actually, I, I shouldn't be so harsh because I think this game is on PC. So <laughs> at least what, they, they're doing that. Yeah. yeah. It's like when you die in Halo Infinite, you say... I'm not weak. I'm not weak. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> um, but I've heard everybody say that Halo 5 was really bad, but nobody's really explained why. Is it the story? Michael, the, if you need take an explanation of why Halo why. 5 is bad, literally just type in the rise and fall of Halo. <laughs> like, skip to the 20 minute mark and they'll go into like, no. Actually, no, I, I prefer, uh, I, would, I would actually recommend Racevix videos on them, because his are really good. Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's hard to, it would take a long time to explain why, because you'd have to get into the intricacies of like how Halo used to be and how it evolved over time, and just like a lot of the changes they made. You have to understand that Halo, uh, while not like traditional FPSs in terms of like Doom and Duke Nukem, it was still not like traditional quote-unquote FPSs like the cover shooters and the Call of Duties and shit, you know? It was, mm. it was felt gamey in its own way that, and 4 and 5 gradually ramped it so that it just kind of felt like a COD clone, which is funny because yeah. games used to be called Halo clones back in the day. So it's just funny to see that hey, that Halo kind of devolved. It, it I guess to, it would be good to say it didn't adapt to modern trends. Well, it, it tried too say, hard to adapt to modern trends, I guess. It, is it lost what, its identity in the process. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, there's for sure. That's for sure a video essay title. Let me find it. <laughs> Halo lost its identity. If you want a video that does a good job of explaining it, uh, explaining why Halo 5 is a bad game, but you want like more of a comedic twist to it, I think the Actman did a pretty good video on it. He's mostly known for like shooters like Call it like videos about Call of Duty, Battlefield, Halo, stuff like that. Like that's Holy his fuck. little niche. This yeah, is I recommend my favorite thing. Vic, but I think that's because his voice is actually better than mine. So <laughs> ready? 
Ready guys? The death of Halo, Halo, the franchise that forgot who it was. Halo's identity crisis? Is Halo still a military sci-fi shooter? Is Halo going through an identity crisis? Um, I mean, how the uh, FPS the genre whole, I don't lost want to spend the entire podcast on Halo. It's just I have a lot to say about this one in particular mm. because it, okay. dude, one was uploaded I, I five I'm minutes interested. ago. That's so cool. <laughs> I hope that oh. <laughs> literally five minutes ago. <laughs> huh? Halo isn't Halo anymore. So I think we should probably Halo uttered. I think we should probably move on. Uh, to the second game that was announced. I'm sure you're excited to talk about this one, Haddix. <laughs> Which one? Sekiro! Yes! Uh, Ori oh, 2. Dark Souls? Ori and the Will oh. of the Wisps. Yeah! That Wait, was... ready for my video essay title? Ready? Yes! Ori 2. Why it matters. Ori 2. Why it matters. That sounds like the worst episode title ever, Sucky! <laughs> Dude, Doctor Um uh, Milton Guasti is that his name? Milton Guasti. Yeah. Yes. He um he's working on this game, which is fucking epic. Um. So one thing I did see that was Ori. different. I don't know if this was just a thing they did for the trailer. If the game's gonna look like this. Uh, the the first Ori was all 2D, but the Ori yeah. two looks like it's fully 3D. No, Ori 1 was 3D. Was it? Mm -hmm. It looked sprite-based to me. Like, maybe the environments were 3D, but the characters looked like they were sprites. No, the, the characters were 3D. Um, hmm. you, you can see that pretty clearly if you, like, um... In the opening sequence of the first Ori, when he's, like, climbing through the little brush and he fucking dies. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um... You All can right. see like that he's 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 very 3D when he's on that brush, and like okay. it, it's possible that I'm just remembering it wrong. But the visual style looked like a little bit different from the first one. Is that fair to say? I think it looks better. Well, yeah, I I would agree with that actually. But I just meant that it looks different. <clears throat> I think that it's that um. I believe they're using a different engine. Okay. Well, um... So, I don't know what happened at the end of the first Ori, but... As, I only got, like, maybe three hours into the first Ori. And as far as I know, the, an owl was the main antagonist. And now yep. we see Ori playing around with the baby owl. Okay, I would have to spoil it. Do you want me to? Do, no, do they, I do they call yet. a Legend of Spyro a new beginning and do like the Cinder thing where the villain becomes no. a baby afterwards? No. I haven't beaten it yet. No, no. I mean, I could explain it to you, but I don't want to spoil it. No, I, I, don't, I don't want it spoiled. <laughs> but I need yeah. to play that game. Speaking of a game that got announced last year and then didn't really get any substantial Whoa. gameplay reveals. That fucking segue. Uh, that that is Ori two. Ori two, like we got an <laughs> announcement for it in the title screen, and we got like this. They you know they played some music from the game. This year we got a little trailer, some pretty visuals, but you know as far no, as we gameplay, got gameplay. Yeah, did we, we got gameplay? Well, yeah, we got we did. gameplay, but it just looked like Hold Ori on. one. 
I didn't really see nope, anything. That, is, that could not be farther from the truth. Well, he, he has a bow now. Like a he, bow and arrow. Well, no. He doesn't have a bow. The first game revolved around the light called Sign. Um, that was nah. his like projectile based companion. So now there's a lot of like, there's ranged combat interspliced with melee combat, which is pretty interesting. So instead of mm. a lot of the first Ori revolved around Ori and your spacing between enemies. So <clears throat> it was kind of fascinating to see this new take, I would say. Because, like, if you watch this gameplay, you can see the uh, the other new abilities that they're having. Sign <sighs> looks to be completely gone, almost. There's, like... It, it appears that you have all this stuff from the first game, which is interesting, but they have, like, a new power where Ori has, like, these light tendrils that he can use as, like, bows, whips, stuff like that, which I fucking am stoked for. I'm very All excited. Right. Well, that should tell you how much uh, I remember of playing three hours of the first Ori. I couldn't tell the you difference. You should finish it. I you I should finish it, hours, Michael. Too. I haven't. I haven't beat it yet. Did Did yeah. nobody here beat it? Well, you did. I, no. So that that I'm means sorry. you did. <laughs> Besides me. <laughs> well, uh, well, I'm sorry. It's my Hadox. favorite game know. ever. Uh, uh, on Hadox's recommendation, go purchase Ori and the Blind Forest Definitive Edition for your Xbox One or play or personal computer. You need, you all need to finish it for me, please. I will I in due time. I'll do it eventually. I, it's just that uh, after a while, Metroidvanias all tend to blend together in my mind, and I have to take a break. <gasps> King K. Mm. Well, they do. They, mm. they feel very similar to each other. Like, people wanted me to finish well, Hollow Knight, and I'm like, yeah, I had to take a break from that for a while. So, that's right. true. Is that game any good, or...? Hollow Knight's I mean, fun. yeah, but... I don't want to get too into that, but... Uh -oh. I don't know why they bothered with the hand-drawn art style if they were just gonna make it look like... You know... Like... Like, when I think of a good hand-drawn aesthetic for a game i think of like warrior land shake it you know cuphead where it looks you can tell that it was drawn by hand but then you look at Ch uh hollow knight and it just looks like something someone threw together in photoshop with the simple shapes and stuff Whoa. but that's a that's a that's an aside sekiro shadows die twice from software samurai game looks cool <laughs> that's what i wrote down yeah you know looks what i like cool. about this game you actually have an idea of what it is, as opposed to Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I felt like there was some idea of what Ghost of Tsushima would be. Uh, an Uncharted clone with uh, Japanese? Yeah. Well, to be fair, uh, if you've played any Souls game in your life, you kind of do have an idea of what Sekiro is going to be like, so... Yeah! It's Maybe it's not the fairest comparison, because we still don't know a lot about Ghost of Tsushima, mm -hmm. so... But it's still something. It's like, I know what I'm getting into, so I have more reason to be excited for it. I can actually follow the action and be like, oh, this is exactly what I'm going to be doing. I know what I'm going to be getting into. It looks cool. 
Like, it, I, I can tell this is going to be my cup of tea. But if Ghost of Tsushima just ends up being, like, yeah. God of War, but in Japan, I'm gonna be like, eh! I, have to I pass? feel like I don't even I don't need know. to explain my excitement for Sekiro. <laughs> because yeah. it's kind of self-evident at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, From Software is, like, developing five games right now or something. Because they, yeah. they had a lot of announcements this year, and I know that there's some other PS4 RPG they're working on that's kind of like, uh, it looks like Xenoblade almost. And that's that's another game that they're making, so they're, it's, they, they've grown quite a bit. Which game are you talking about? Desereni. What? Derasene, it's called. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. It's it's not like a it's not an RPG Ooh. though. It's a VR game. No, that's that's not yeah. no, that's not the one I'm talking about. It it looked like a mix about? of Xenoblade and Tales of. It wasn't announced this year. I just found a trailer for it at some point. Sounds like Xenoblade they're only two. Making, they're only making two <laughs> games. I'm pretty sure that there's another game they're making. No, well, maybe they're not that's, making. Maybe that's Platinum. Also, I'm thinking. I'm of. pretty sure they're also doing Metal Wolf Chaos, right? I might be. I no. might be lumping together games from Platinum Games and from Software yeah, you together are. in my head because I think the game you I'm are. thinking of is Platinum Games. They are yeah, no, but, you, but their name was on Metal Wolf Chaos because they Metal like, Wolf Chaos is getting ported, um, <laughs> or it's getting remade by Devolver Digital. From Software made the original Metal Wolf Chaos, and From Software doesn't oh. have any involvement in. I didn't know XD. From Software was around back then. Yeah, they made they made like yeah. Armored Core. I don't know if you're familiar with that. They actually made the Monster Hunter Diary uh, titles too. Damn, mm. <laughs> they get around. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, they've got like yeah. a lot Sekiro. of shit. Uh, Sekiro looks pretty neat. Um, sounds yeah, like, it looks like you, you Soulsborne fans in attendance are really excited for it, so that's great. Yeah, I mean, you go from like Dark Souls to Bloodborne to this, and it's just like they keep upping the pace of the game until it's just mm. it's so much faster than it used to be. It's kind of crazy. For me, it's more so, I, I'm more fascinated by the setting. You got, you know, with Dark Souls, <coughs> Demon Souls, it's it's medieval and then with bloodborne it was like old victorian days and here's in japan it's like i kind of want to i want to see where else they can go if i wasn't so biased by that that period of japan mm -hmm. um i i would be a little worried that in terms of actual art direction it seems a little less inspired <clears throat> like mm. because i think the souls games and bloodborne uh, had a lot of creative liberty based on where they were and what they were doing. Um, even Bloodborne, which was, you could say was based around a real location, was definitely more fantasized. And this just kind of seems like, I mean, there obviously it's supernatural elements, but it just, it seems a little less creative in that, in that specific aspect that I like these games for, so I'm mm -hmm. slightly worried, but you, people are are gonna say that it's because they're prioritizing the action, which is I guess it's fine if that kind of. But I was always into the Souls games because of the worlds, so I don't know. Do if you, it's not as interesting, then I don't know. I I don't know. I disagree with that because whenever when I saw that hand design, I was like, "Fuck, that looks cool!" And like the fact that there is there's like, what did they mention? It's like 
they have a big city but it's more like a rural aesthetic that you like it's like an open world from like town to town and then you go to the city i think that's interesting and like well, i suppose I'll judging have to, all of the i suppose i'd have to play it first but yeah whatever they showed in the trailer wasn't particularly impressive <laughs> in that sense <sighs> In the mm. same way as like Dark Souls, even Bloodborne in the starting area looked impressive. So like, it's I guess it's a hard thing to compete with because Bloodborne's art direction was just amazing. Like I don't. No, isn't I that also actually, coming like, over to the Xbox One as well, or is Bloodborne? it just PC? Sekiro. Uh, Bloodborne. Bloodborne's not going anywhere. <laughs> I, I heard something about it being ported over somewhere, but I'm not sure. Pretty no. sure Sony has a firm grasp on Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I was about to type in Bloodborne. Oh, God. That would have been Blood something. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, I think it's interesting with Sekiro that uh, Miyazaki, like all these companies were like vying to be the publisher for Sekiro like Activision, Sony, and another one, I believe. And huh. I think that's interesting because it's kind of like Miyazaki got the best deal out of it with all this competition. So I, I, and this is all speculative and whatever, cause I'm not Miyazaki, wish I was, but I'm not. Um, it's like, he he's going to have this higher budget and more things to do and i hope with that higher budget and more resources he's actually going to act put out like a fucking finished game and not release some unfinished garbage like lost isolith or uh shit like that you know that's the dream what well, happened a long time ago <laughs> i don't know because i mean bloodborne didn't release like that and that was the last game he worked on, I think. Actually, he worked on Dark Souls 3, never mind. So Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they were both and finished, so I don't, I don't think that there's any real worry about that. And there's nothing even to suggest that he has a higher budget, unless he said so. I thought it was that these... Maybe retract what I said. Maybe I'm stupid. That's probably <laughs> you know, it. And I also remember um, when we were talking about Dark Souls 3 in our... I think it was our like 2016 uh, wrap-up video. Um someone brought up that like this is going to be Miyazaki's last Dark Souls game and like we were we were kind of skeptical about it too because like this is corporations corporations like money and whatnot but it does seem like as if this is the case because I, th I think at this point they would have made Dark Souls full bird but they're making their own stuff and I like that I mean it not really having to do with anything but it's, it's like they, they have the same template yeah still. yeah it's like it is kind of weird that there's like a jump button in this game, which is mm -hmm. insane if you think of if you've played these games any yes. amount of time. It's a pretty in, it's like adding well, Breath of the Wild did that, never mind. <laughs> say, it's like adding a jump button to Zelda, but they already did that. So Is 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 fucking Sekiro the Breath of the Wild of Dark Souls? There's your fucking video essay title. Oh no. Fucking clickbait. The breath of. The, I like how you subverted the like Dark Souls meme. <laughs> Sekiro looks like Dark Souls. Sekiro looks Sekiro like Breath of the Wild. Is, is the Breath of the Wild of Dark Souls. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was uh, Sekiro. Uh, I think we already talked about Fallout 76 in our mm -hmm. Bethesda discussion, so we'll yeah. skip that. Do we talk about Adventures of Captain Spirit? Do we need to talk about this at all? 
You know? I think we did in the Square. No. Didn't we talk about Square Enix? With we that? Did. I don't think so. we talked about Captain Spirit though. Let's not. I have nothing to say about it. it. So unless, unless you have something no. to say about it, I don't. Really it looks know. like oh. shit. All I really have to say about it is I like the celebration of because the the kid in the trailer not only does he look like Macaulay Culkin, uh, but he <laughs> when when he was a kid, uh, but it, it reminds me a lot of me when I was little, uh, <sighs> and you know just screwing around playing pretend so, and that that kind of resonated yeah. with me. But am I actually gonna go buy it and play it? Probably not. And from what I've heard of the Life is Strange universe from Mr. Hadox here. Uh, it sounds like it might. I might be better off avoiding it. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, you like Detroit Beyond Humans, so I feel like we have different tastes in that kind of stuff. Well, Detroit okay, become okay. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. Okay, because to give credit where credit is due with Detroit Become Human, you know that game has a budget. And it's, it looks like as if it's well made, it's competently animated, the voice acting ain't shit from what I heard from the game. It looks like... It looks... Detroit like, Become Human is the game that Telltale wishes they could make. You could... sure. I, hmm. I don't, whatever that means, I don't know. I don't play Telltale games. But, Life is Strange is just... it's... it's... It has a well, first of all it has a shitty story. It looks terrible. The animations are terrible, and the voice acting is horseshit. It's so bad, and the and the dialogue. <clears throat> excuse me. The dialogue is hella bad. Do you oh, yeah. get hella. me, Fleek McFam? Holla! <laughs> you go to McDonald's. You're like, hi. Can I please get a McFam? <laughs> <laughs> can I get a McFleek? <laughs> But that's the kind of dialogue that's in the game. It's like it, it's like people in their fifties are like, mm, "How do the he these hip millennials hey, how do the speak?" Hip millennials talk nowadays. Yes, it's hashtag Twitter talk. <laughs> but it's played up gotcha, seriously. It's played up so fucking seriously and straight, and it's so bad. <laughs> Michael, oh, can you please, uh, can you please narrate erotica in that voice? <laughs> the old person voice. Okay, hold on, let me find some real ass good smut for a second. Just get, just get uh, a snippet from uh, Fifty Shades or something. We're not supposed to be doing fucking uh, oh, Uncle Mike's fanfiction. Let's have some fun. <laughs> Alright, while, while Hadox looks for some good material. I already have it. Oh, yeah, that was that was way too fast. You're hot, you're holding out something on us. <laughs> okay. I want you to read just the first paragraph. I don't really know what makes him so dang dreamy with the way he <laughs> treats me and others sometimes. I don't even know why the heck I even want him. What I do? That ebony hedgehog stole my heart the minute I met him. I don't think he feels the same way about me though, and that's why I've never even come close to acting like I love him. Should I tell him soon? Should I tell him at all? My conscience says yes. My heart says yes. My brain says yes. My body says yes, but... I'm still not sure. <laughs> That's like what Xehanort says at the end of Birth by Sleep. 
What is that? Hold on. It's like your heart submits. What is it? No, nobody your body fucking succumbs. I... But why does your mind resist? <laughs> oh no, it's holy fuck, that's my fucking favorite. Oh. Isn't it like Oh my gosh. Your body submits, your heart succumbs. So why <laughs> does your mind resist? And then here Rage Awaken, and then Terra's like, <laughs> Okay, so, uh, that, that was our Uncle Mike's fanfic for the section. Uh, we had, we did a quick one. Uh, we did a quickie. Uh, just like Ryan. Uh, so, crack, Crackdown 3 is a video game that is coming out, and, okay, so, I, I have not played Crackdown 1 or Crackdown 2. But I have Nor seen have my I. brother play Crackdown 1, and it looks like the video game equivalent of junk food. You run around an open yeah. world as an unstoppable super cop and beat up criminals. And you can jump up buildings and drive cars and run people over. And it's just kind of like a little sandbox game that you pop in, and it's just like a cheap fun, basically. Um, so what I want to know is why Crackdown 3 has taken so long to come out because I feel like this has been on the back burner since the Xbox one was announced And it, it keeps showing I, I up feel, every I've been year. I'm the same way. Yeah, and it ha still hasn't come out And I'm not sure why because it seems like the simplest game to make <sighs> mm -hmm. So maybe they're really it's... stepping it up and there's gonna be like an amazing fantastic story and they're gonna add these crazy <laughs> RPG <Yep>. elements <laughs> that's it's gonna, gonna be the best yep. game of all time. I don't know, but it seems Is it going to be the breath of the wild of crackdown? Yeah. Isn't it <laughs> Isn't it so <laughs> funny how Microsoft like announces several games and they just never come out ever? <laughs> or or, like... or what I find fascinating is that like if they no if they take forever to come out or if they're not just straight up cancelled, the games that do come out are just kind of... Eh. Or they're shit like Sea of Thieves, you know. Though, there are, know. there are right. some... There are some, like, um, counterpoints to that. Like, Breath of the Wild was one of those games for a while. Uh, like... But that didn't come out on Xbox. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. You're well, right. let's be fair, you it probably would have ran a lot better on Xbox. <laughs> Is it going to be the Breath of the Wild for the Xbox One? So, uh, yeah. Be sure to ping that just, bell I, to find out! I feel like in terms of a present- an actual presentation, it was entertaining, but it still does nothing for Microsoft, I don't think, because... It's like... First of all, they cancel- it's like they cancel all the cool things they're working on, like Skillbound, and Able. then yeah. they- yeah they like dawdle around with crackdown or whatever they're doing and so really all it seems like they have to rely on is like halo and gears of war which i guess were here so cool but i don't know it's like <laughs> but they also announced battle toads no yeah. that's cool i like that battle toads is coming back i'd like that uh you know kind of like how uh Bethesda is bringing back all these old shooters. I'm glad that Battletoads can come back. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I'd rather see a new good Banjo-Kazooie, but I'll take Battletoads. Well, I'm, I'm glad they're doing anything with their IP. Yeah. 
so <laughs> it's just it's the it's the same problem that I had with Halo Infinite. They show off like a trail or like a logo and some things that I'm might be in the game. I'm sure that they're just no doing gameplay. a Metroid Prime 4 on it. It's probably like it's yeah. barely in development. That's probably why mm -hmm. we only got a logo, but I'm glad that it's happening. It's the idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Nier Autonoma and X-Bone, so they're... Pretty <laughs> cool. Pretty cool. Uh, that's all you have to say. Metro Exodus. This was in... This was at E3 last year. Uh, and last time they just kind of had a short trailer of you playing through a level post-apocalyptic Russia with monsters running around uh, and you, you play it, through levels and shoot things and it looks interesting. These, these games are based off of books and from what I understand the books are actually really damn good. Mm -hmm. but the, I think I don't the, know the games are them. fine too. They're, they're story driven so yeah. that's it's got something going for it. Yeah. I actually, uh, I liked, um, what was it, the, it's like 30XX before this one, something like Wasn't that, I, I don't know. Mm, Last Light. Uh, Metro um, Become Human. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Metro Breath <laughs> of the Wild? Is uh, this the Breath of the Wild of Metro? So, guess what, Ryan? Microsoft is gonna do something to redeem themselves with the new Sea of Thieves expansion. Are you excited? Are they gonna add content that should have been in the game already? <laughs> They're going to add Golden Sun. What do you mean the game wasn't finished, oh Ryan? Oh my god! <laughs> what you, just because the expansion can, wasn't there play, doesn't mean it's not a finished play, game! You can play as Golden Sun in Sea of Thieves. Wow! His name what is Golden Sun. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. You can play as Golden Sun. You just play as the fucking bots. <laughs> you play as the fucking. Not even the cart, you just play as the fucking bot. So that's what you dig up. You go to an island and you dig up a treasure chest, and it's like, oh, the long lost Golden Sun. <laughs> they made a game for that series. And then you open it up, and it's, a, and it's a copy of Dark Dawn. <laughs> you open it up and it's just Undertale. <laughs> well, I'm glad that Ryan found that so amusing. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like you find the box, you open it up, and it's just bones and dust. I was going to say that you, you find it and you open it up and you find Mario Tennis. <laughs> Hey, but you know what? In fairness, Mario Tennis Aces is actually really damn good. So at least there's that. <laughs> we're gonna actually, waste our talents making sports <laughs> games. We're gonna make the best damn tennis game the world has ever seen. <laughs> okay. Oh, I need a cigarette after that one. Oof. Uh, so anything else you wanted to say about... Uh, I kind of interrupted... Uh, Haydox, I kind of interrupted you on Metro Exodus. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? No, no, no. no. I'm okay. Uh, so, Battlefield 5? Let's, let's move on. Don't um, care. On. Forza Horizon 4. Now, I am. Um, this is kind of another thing where I have not played any of the Forza games, but I did see my brother play Forza Horizon 1 on the Xbox along the 360 a long time ago, and it looked kind of like an open world game where you do races and there's kind of like a story mode and some mm -hmm. of the characters were actually really quirky like the the champion guy you go up against reminded me of Gideon from Scott Pilgrim um so yeah and, and if that's what this is going to be like it'll probably be a decent little racing game I think it's supposed it's to be native 4k too 
You can sext people too, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <sighs> Wanna drift? Wanna that was fuck? like one of the little text blurbs that came up on the on the demo. I was watching this with Jeb and Twip and we found that line amusing. <laughs> Who's your yeah, daddy? Wait to find my girlfriend. Uh, so, uh, we happy few. That looked really interesting. I could have sworn this yeah. game came out already, though. It, early access it came out. Oh. oh. So this is a PC game that's just getting an Xbox version. Okay. Well, it's, it's apparently finally oh. going to be finished. See, this after, is exactly like, why I think that only multiplayer games should be put into early access because when a single player game is put into early access it i feel like it loses all of its steam you know so yeah. there's a Was game a called there's a game quick tangent there's a game called dead cells and i know yeah. it's been well received but i hate that it's in early access because i'm not gonna fucking play it if it's not finished like why would i play a single player game that isn't finished like i just don't Final understand Fantasy 15. Like, and then it, like, when Whoa. Dead Cells oh. actually releases, it's gonna feel less special, you know? Well played, King then, K. Uh, just, just ignore the madman. Yeah, I'll, I'll ignore your remarks. Don't worry. I feel the exact same what you way. you just said about, about a, a great game. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you know, they could have put that game into early access, and they didn't do it. Tell us about that. Well done, King K. Well done. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. So, you just have no taste. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. All you care about is but, Golden Sun, Ryan. <laughs> do, do, yeah, that's right. Golden Sun wasn't finished when it came out. They they released the second half as a different game. So take that, yeah. Ryan. Uh, Sonic Three and Knuckles. That game wasn't finished either. <laughs> Do you think I care? I'm not like the biggest defender of Sonic 3 and Knuckles of all things. You think I'm gonna like go to bat for it? <laughs> so PUBG is coming in, got some kind of trailer. <laughs> no, no, I'm, big fucking we're gonna forget about that one. <laughs> okay, so Tales <laughs> of Asperia Definitive Edition. I bet now, this is actually this a big one. deal. This is actually a big I deal. I thought of King K for this. I, I, when this because came out, I'm like, oh, King K's gonna be so happy he that game. Because we've gone years. When did the... Okay, somebody look up for me. When did this game come out on 360? Because uh, we have waited that long to get the... the, the 2008. That, okay, 2008. So we've waited mm -hmm. 10 years. 10 years. For the PS3 content that never got localized, which is substantial stuff, like being able to play as Flynn and another new character, which are pretty vital, you know? Because getting to play as Flynn for like the final act is pretty fucking huge. So, you know, we've gone without that because I, I don't know why they didn't feel like localizing the PS3 version that they had later on. But it's just They're been really frustrating. Developing the, like the, the next game, like Zillia and Zillia 2. They probably did do that, yeah. But it's, it was so frustrating, because I always felt like I had the incomplete version of what Tales of Asperia is, despite it still being my favorite game base. So I don't know what's going to happen when I play the, the definitive edition. I don't know where that's going to place that game in my my tops. But and it's, I, was, I always thought it's it was weird great. that this game was never going to be backwards compatible with the Xbox One. 
You know, because that's how the Xbox One does its backwards compatibility, where just it, it's like every month there's like a couple of new games. But this game was never on there. I don't even think it was even like on the polls where you can vote for what games can be backwards compatible or not. But it's fucking here, and it's it's multiplat, so you can get it on PS4 and the Switch. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not gonna get it on fucking Xbox. <laughs> You're gonna get it playing on Xbox. It on, yeah, playing it on three, playing Tales of Asperia on 360 was a formality because that's all it released for in the West. Mm -hmm. So now I'm glad I can play it on something else that I actually I'm play. Uh, I might. Yeah. But um, I'm getting that, so yeah. and I, it was probably like the, that's actually, ironically enough, the biggest announcement. <laughs> One of the biggest <laughs> announcements of E3 for me, which mm. sounds weird, but hey, it's one of my favorites. I was excited. Um, yeah. Uh, so next I have Tom Clancy's The Division 2, and I wrote that it was a mixture of Last of Us and Fallout. Please do not talk about this. I don't want to talk about okay. this. Okay. Okay, well, that's all the time I've got. I would like to tell us, I was, again, I was watching this conference with uh, Jeb and Twip, and uh, we were just like, we were asking ourselves, like, oh, wow, this new Banjo-Kazooie game is going in a weird direction! What's Rareware <laughs> doing? Why does Banjo have a gun? Oh, God, he killed Gruntilda! I don't that know, was just, fun. it has, like, it has fake... Is this the one where it had fake gamer speech, or is that another of one? Of course, of course it was, This yeah. is the one. I don't know, the, Again, the, all these games, they blend together, whatever, I don't care. Check out the sweet loop. They all blend Check together, the they're all loop, the same fam. thing. Wow. Wham, Mohammed. <laughs> uh, so we talked about Shadow of the Tomb Raider and the Square Penix discussion. Mm -hmm. uh, so session, and I wrote hip hop skateboard game. It's not skate. Everyone thought not this was skate four, but it was not. <laughs> Twas not. I even thought it was skate four. I'm like, oh, okay, but not. I've been not. waiting for skate four for years. Years, I say. Yeah. Um, anything to say about session? <laughs> nope. I think it was it was funny. Skateboard game. Um, King K, um, you speak. About what? K pasta. <laughs> you, you, what? You f I, I thought they. I don't. Know. Skateboard game. So Black <laughs> Desert. This got announced MMO. last year, I think, and it's some kind mm -hmm. of Korean MMO or something like that. A super uh, iconic MMO. I hear it's good. Yeah, I've heard it's good too. Uh, it's but... possible that because, like, you know how we got Final Fantasy XIV on the PS4 and on Steam as well, and on the PC, whatever. This could be Microsoft's response to that because, as far as I know, this ain't coming on PS4 as well. This is like Xbox and PC, so it could be kind of like what they're trying to do because. A rumor born has like a huge install base, so maybe that's what they're trying to do with this exclusive thing, but it looks good. I'll 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 probably play it, maybe. No. And then <laughs> we had the bombshell announcement of Microsoft C3. Devil May Cry 5. Yeah. This is pretty hype actually, yeah. I, I like this. I was confused at first because I thought this was going to be DMC Devil May Cry 2. Because Nero looks a lot like Dante. And I'm like, wow, they got some balls because everyone hated the DMC reboot. It was, it was fine. Yeah, they hate the character design. I think it's because Nero cut his hair, so he looks. Yeah. 
at, at a glance, he looks remarkably similar to the <laughs> reboot so, Dante. So yeah. did uh, original Dante die in the fourth game or something? No. No, no, no. no okay. So th this, um, let's let's dive into the DMC timeline. <laughs> that definitely matters. Um, the what's implied is that he's riding on a motorcycle at the end mm. it, it's implied that this takes place after two which is canonically the last game in the timeline because at the end of two spoilers if anyone actually cares about that game uh he rides i think he rides into hell on his motorcycle or something uh, but that's that's the link there so and he it's looks not very like old. that's a good game he looks very old so obviously it's a later <laughs> game in the timeline but nobody actually gives a fuck about the timeline of dmc well, I just they just care about the characters coming back was, and stuff you know i just thought it was kind of weird that they're making a devil may cry game where you don't play as dante so i was well, just curious why. well no, it, so. we don't know that you don't play as dante because that was the thing in four is you played as nero for half the game and then you played as dante for the second half in the second half of the game, it's just the and first in a special half of the game, edition, you play as like five bajillion characters. So, yeah. And so they and it seems like they have three characters on the box. So I wouldn't be surprised if there was more than one playable character. Okay. You probably start with Nero. Like they have the I, same setup I as DMC Four. I got the Devil May Cry HD collection on PS3. I played yes. it for about two hours or so, and it just did absolutely nothing for me, so I took it back and got a refund. Wait, which one? Which one? I mean, which, yeah, one, which one didn't you, you like, play? Michael? The first one and the second one. I didn't even try the third oh. one. Uh, you did okay. You should try three at least, because that's yeah. widely considered the best. By I I can attest margin. to that. I think the first one's fine. Second one sucks. Try third three. One's try great, three and four. If you like three, maybe try four and five might do it. Like, I think three is great. Like, I think it's just that I've been spoiled by much better hack and slash games. So coming back to DMC, which kind of invented the <laughs> well, genre <DM>. almost. <laughs> Just didn't do anything for me. Also, because like well, design, to be, if uh, I'm DMC, being honest, I, I still prefer Devil May Cry 3 over Bayonetta. The DMC one yeah. is pretty janky by today's standards. It still, mm -hmm. it still functions well, but um, and also DMC two is widely considered a bad game. So, uh, I'm sure you'd try, get try out three. on Twitter I do. if you said that to certain. No, I, that's a pretty developer. unanimous opinion of even among DMC yeah. fans that DMC two is <laughs> awful. Bad. <laughs> I do have to say though, DMC Devil May Cry, that whole reboot is pretty fucking fun. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I'm your I just think what they, what they did was a little bit. I think the reboot <laughs> in itself was just a little bit insulting the way they handled it, but it was fun a game, at least. It was like the story was insufferable, but whatever. Yeah. The, the, my favorite though, line like, is when he goes up to the fucking secret ingredient slug thing. And she asks, who are you? And he goes, I'm your prom date, you ugly sack of shit. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I thought that was funny for some reason. I don't know why. Can somebody but make I, that a hack and slash game where you play as Ryan in, a, in the post-apocalypse? He's just looking for Golden Sun 4. That's it. <laughs> the legendary Damn. Golden Sun 4 launched right before the apocalypse hit. So that Gold, kind of No, Golden Sun 4 caused the apocalypse. <laughs> So, so it's kind of like Zombieland, except instead of Twinkies, it's Golden Sun 4. <laughs> it's like the one thing that's keeping you going is the prospect of playing Golden Sun 4 before you before you could die in the apocalypse. <laughs> and then the spoiler is, like spoilers at the end, you found out that they almost launched it, but 
they hadn't flashed the carts yet or the discs or whatever. <laughs> and then you're like, no. But along the way, you meet a nice, lovely young lady who you fall in love with and you save her from getting killed. And that's how you die. <laughs> and wow. the, the moral of the story is that uh, love conquers all. And that uh, being, to love and to be loved is uh, the most satisfying thing a man can accomplish in his lifetime. Oh yeah, Dove McRae wow. 5 looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a pretty good game. I'm glad to see it. I'm glad to see yeah. the series come back. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Basically. <laughs> so, Cuphead DLC. You get to play as the legendary Chalice. Yeah. It's cool. I never played Cuphead. <laughs> yeah, it's just to me it the the backlash against game journalists that came from that greatly dissuaded me from wanting to play the game. It just seemed that people kind of got a little bit self righteous about that, and it just kind of made me not want to play it. It's more. It just doesn't look like my cup of tea. No pun intended. Oh, Holy shit! Fuck. If only yeah, it was that intended. That didn't turn me off the game, but I also hated how people treated some people during that. Um, yeah, I did play it though, and it was—I don't know—I don't like that kind of difficulty. If I tried to explain that to somebody, they'd be like, "They'd be like, oh, just you know, you don't know what you're talking your about." But I, I don't like, like games game. that that feel chaotically difficult. Like so much shit is happening. I'm, I'm like, eh, I'm not like. I don't feel like learning that. That's why I like the Souls games because they feel really like calculated. Like it feels like you have time to think about what you're doing. And, yeah. Like, in Cuphead, it just feels like everything is happening right now, and I'm like, I, I don't want to do that. More so than that, from what I, <clears throat> from what I've seen of Cuphead, it just looks like as if the game actively goes out of its way to frustrate you, and like it taunts you all the time, and it's like, oh, but that's that's supposed to make you feel better when you win. But at the same time, it's like, again, it just seems like as if it tries to frustrate you, as opposed to Dark Souls, where it's like it's supposed to, it's supposed to make you learn, it's supposed to make you think. Uh, the difficulty is in service of the world building. And as opposed to Cuphead, it just seems kind of like difficulty for the sake of being difficult. I know Dark Souls I... is the easy comparison here and the memeable one. It's, but it's, I mean it's the, it. I mean it when standard. I say that. It's the standard. Uh, it's the origin of a legendary gaming reference. Anox! <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, what do you huh? think about Cuphead DLC? Oh, I'm excited <laughs> for it. I love Cuphead. I mean, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry we I didn't like, let you chime in earlier. Then, no, I, I like, I feel like we've had this discussion before of like how some of us don't like the structure and some of us do, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. Yeah, but there's not much to even say about the DLC really, other than you get a new playable character. <laughs> Just cool. I've seen a lot of real 34 yeah. for already. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't rule 34 of her before this game was or before the DLC was announced like the day of fuck her I want, I want some mug man <laughs> Give me some it's there well, yeah you want to see Cuphead sucking K. on a straw <laughs> so tunic I bet there's rule 40, 34 of the fox I, I'm excited for this one this one looks so cute yeah I I have a soft spot for isometric games if you haven't if you guys haven't been able to tell by now uh, so it looks it's, cool. It yeah. looks like Zelda, but you make Link into a fox. 
ass. And you got, well, so, uh, you got a tunic. Well, it looks, sometimes it's a cute. better it Zelda like... game than Breath of the Wild is already. It feels like these games sometimes blend together in the same way Metroidvanias sometimes blend together. Mm -hmm. Specifically, this one, it, I, there's, it doesn't really feel like, like I when I when it happened, I was like, oh, that's a thing. And then people talked about it a lot afterwards, and I'm like, I really didn't. It didn't have any staying power in my mind. I don't know, like. Well, to eh. me, it just <clears throat> seemed to contrast well with everything else at Microsoft's conference because it was cute and colorful. And had it may kind also of be because I'm not super into <coughs> 2D Zelda types necessarily in the first mm -hmm. place. So yeah, nah. I mean I've been itching for like another Link Between Worlds, and if this is the next best thing, I'll take it. Why All right. not? All right. So then we had some Xbox exclusive world premieres, 4K, <clears throat> including. Jump Force, featuring characters okay. Minecraft, Naruto, okay. One Piece, and Dragon Ball. Y'all ready for a hot take? And Death Note. Yeah, Death Note. Y'all ready for a hot take? No. This looks like this, shit! No, this was the game I was most excited for out of everything that everything that was in E3 this year. What a fucking Even movie. more so than Kingdom Hearts 3. Really? Yeah. Well, the whole Jeez, thing Ryan. I was thinking of the whole time is because I had just watched the Frieza fight on Namek. I'm like, how the hell could Naruto beat Frieza? <laughs> He's screwed. You've seen some, if you've you seen some not. Naruto, Naruto gets some crazy powers in that show. So, but that's the thing, it though. It took it's a like, this Super like... Saiyan to beat Frieza the first time. Oh. Michael, hold on. Play. Can we pause? Can we pause for a second? Oh, no. Can we just... We just take like a moment to to listen to Michael's innocence of like Dragon Ball Z, where he doesn't yet fully understand power scaling <laughs> at all, and it's he's like, it took a Super Saiyan to beat Frieza. Oh, Michael! Wait until you get to fucking Majin Buu. Listen, Buu's I haven't role. I haven't gotten to Super <laughs> Saiyan three, Super Saiyan God mode, Super Saiyan yet. Okay, I haven't watched That's the Golden Frieza saga, where. Uh, Goku has to go back in time three minutes to kill Golden Freezer, and I haven't watched the World Martial Arts Championship where all seven universes are going up because Zeno will erase the ones that lose, okay? I haven't gotten that far. I'm only on the Android Saga. I only just got to the part where Cell showed up. <laughs> so... No, like, he, he... Okay, so... If... If you have actually seen... If you like watch an episode of late Naruto, he has a lot of shit that he can do. Yeah. That just looked like little kid Naruto. No, that oh, was that's like in. his base. That's stuff that he did early in the series. Like that what he was doing in that trailer, like um I can't even recall if he went into uh his the QB chakra sage mode stuff like or his sage of six paths stuff was he going to have that. Mm. You know? And like Luffy can go gear forth. I'm not sure. Like, also, um, I don't know how power scaling works across different series because the thing about Dragon Ball is that your your <laughs> your power is determined by a number, but the number only means something within the context of the series itself. So I don't like when you get into the, all this stuff. It doesn't even matter anymore. Like, because whoever wins 
is just up to who you like more because you can't actually compare them correctly. You can't compare anything correctly to a series that uses numbers that are only relevant within its own series. Yes, but Dragon Ball just makes it seem like every human ever is like way too weak to fight, you know, someone from Frieza's race. Yeah, but I, I would, it, it would not be consider like, these people like at this point like I would not Krillin consider these people humans. <laughs> I would not consider these people humans at this point. Uh, you could Michael, do it in Dragon Ball Z Budokai. Like complaining about power scaling in a fucking fighting game, I'm seriously going to vomit. Holy fuck. It's like a cross. Oh. It's like Smash. Well, yeah, it's like Smash Brothers. Like fucking Olimar can't punch Ganondorf, but it's a fucking video Why game. Why is Sonic in a car in yeah. the racing games? Because he doesn't want to go too fast. Yeah. He wants to give everybody else a yeah. chance. There you go. Naruto yeah, could no, not man, beat Frieza. I'm sorry. Uh, who who cares? Need, fucking <laughs> Mario can't beat Ganon. He can't. Mario but he does can beat in Ganondorf Smash Brothers. With the right with the right power up. Whatever, uh -huh. whatever. <laughs> we ain't getting into it. But this game looks so fucking good. I want to be able to play I... as my boy Yugi Moto throwing fucking children's trading card, trading cards at fucking Frieza or my boy Ichigo. I, I want you that who, shit. And that's on my boy Light Yagami. I'm like, oh my god. You know who could kill Frieza? Light Yagami. He can. He, he can absolutely can. Oh, he could like, kill all uh, of them with the drop it of looks, a hat. It looks with so the drop good. Of a pen maybe. And I remember that Dan was saying that like Dragon Ball Fighter Z was like the best looking game he ever saw, but man, this is it for me. I love I how it looks. I actually hate how it this just... game looks. <laughs> oh, I love how it looks. Oh this my game god! Is like, like, I, was... I don't know what what they did to it, but I, do you know what I mean when I say that it? I'm not sure if it's specific because I know nothing about like graphical terms. But is it the is it the bloom or is it the like are the colors oversaturated? Well, it just I don't like, know, but it looks great. That didn't I look like more. was that in-game footage? Yes. Because I thought yeah. that was yeah. a CG trailer. Nah, it, it was it, real no, footage. No, in game. And there's gameplay footage yeah, of it too. There's gameplay of it too it, if you want to see. And it, it looks so action. good. I think it. I think it is that it's oversaturated. It just looks so weird. Like I still contend that Dragon yeah. Ball Fighters is probably the best looking. Well, the Dragon, Balls, the Dragon Ball games use cell shading, which is why they look mm. so much like the show. Uh, because cell shading is meant to mimic like 2D hand-drawn art. Uh, whereas what it looked like from the trailer just looked like actual character models with lighting and full textures and not just ink and paint is what this... you'd call it in the industry. You you probably have never heard of, or maybe you have. Do you know what J Stars is? You know, are you yeah. familiar with that? I yeah. know what that is. Yeah, this is essentially that. Like in in, in this in terms of like the similar art style, I believe. Yeah, yeah I'm just like, I'm mostly excited because I want to see like like characters from my childhood because I watched a lot of anime when I was when I was a kid. I watched a lot of shonen anime specifically when I was a kid. You know, I want to see Yu-Gi-Oh! Or, you know, the Pharaoh from Yu-Gi-Oh! I want to see him in this game, because he was in, yeah, like, a DS... Cool. There was a DS game that was Japan-exclusive, and he was a playable character in that, too. And he had a lot of really cool attacks. You know, yeah. I want to see Ichigo. I want to see and him in this game. Words. I want to see what he looks like. The, mark my uh, words, this game is going to play... It will not play very well. But I will I love know. it because I get to pit people against each other. I've yeah. seen gameplay of this. It looks, it looks like a shit arena brawler like <laughs> it looks like it looks like a shit 
but it's, <laughs> it, it but looks the reason that people okay. are gonna buy it is that it, it's a crossover between all of their favorite characters. It's the only reason you would buy something like this. Fucking Deku from My Hero Academia. That'll be so tight. Ah! I just, I don't know. I think it looks great. It looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun. And the possibilities for this game, like for the roster, is like it's golden. Yeah, it's golden. That's why I'm I want to see more of it. <gasps> but it, it looks like oh, graphically, it looks like shit, and it'll probably play like shit. Mark I my want words. Bobo Bo. <laughs> you guys know who Bubble Bo is? Yes, he I fights do. people yes, with Dash. his nose hair. Is is he a shonen though? Yes, it's shonen jump. Well, shite. I think. Uh, maybe they'll put uh, characters from Boku no Pico. <laughs> That's not a shonen. That's not a show. <laughs> That's shonen. <laughs> oh god, that would be the ah, worst thing ever. Holy fuck! Bobo was serialized in Weekly Shonen Jump. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Oh, and the 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 teacher from uh, Assassination Classroom. That would be good too. Kuro Sensei. Yes! And Yu Yu Hakusho, Ramoni Kenshin, oh, the weird Kenshin. octopus that can run at Mach 3 or whatever. Yes! <laughs> I thought Dragon Ball was weird. Well, that entire- actually, that entire oh. manga revolves around him being like an enemy to the world and they're training the kids to kill him. Yeah. But he also has to teach them. Because yes. he's their professor. <laughs> I love Shonen. Oh, Ramoni Kenshin! That would be Xbox so cool, too. exclusive Jump Force. Like, I can <laughs> already see my sister and I, like, playing the shit out of this game. She's gonna be playing as Ramoni, and then I'm gonna be playing you, as You know what I have be... to say, actually? Mm. I find it very nice that Xbox finally just decided, fuck it, we like weebs, too. And they have just, <laughs> they're like, well, yeah, why not? <laughs> I'm just, I'm so ready for this one. This one is like, this is my game of the show. It looks fantastic. Are you saying that your game <laughs> you, of the you show you. wasn't Smash? It was not Smash! <laughs> throwing shade early. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that was that was Jump Force. Xbox exclusive world premiere. Dying <clears throat> Light 2. Uh. I, um, uh, I think uh, the original Dying Light has a lot of charm. Uh, it's just, it's, it's there's so many Last of Us clones now. It's not a Last of Us clone. It's just <laughs> yeah. so many post-apocalyptic... Doesn't this game have, like, parkour or like, something? This, okay, so it's different from Last of Us in that it's open world, obviously. Whereas Last of Us was very linear. But other than that, there's so many post-apocalypse games now. It just, it's so oversaturated, and it's been oversaturated for such a long time. Like, I'm so sick of zombies and post-apocalypses. I guess you could say you're sick to death of it. No, it doesn't work, Ryan. I'm sorry. Because zombies, <laughs> zombies are dead, and then they came... Fuck you, I'm funny. Yeah. Uh, just... <laughs> I think there there's something to be said about, um... I read an interesting think piece about this that was like post-apocalyptic games are so popular because they like they appeal to like y you there you can form your own justice in a sense of like huh. it, it's kind of like 
I don't know. They put it in an interesting term of it, it appeals to that fantasy in your head of like, I want to control everything. I want to determine justice. Uh, I want a clean, fresh slate or whatever. That, that sounds like a hot video essay is what it does. Yeah, it sure does. Some, <laughs> I bet you fucking... There, you're going to see a fucking white background thumbnail, black text, saying some dumb shit like, zombie games are so oversaturated. Why, hey EA guys. is evil, actually. You motherfucker. <laughs> The video was good, and it was well edited, and it took me nine months. Just and then he finally gave birth. So, uh, Gears of War... It was a good video, Michael. It was a good video. Gears of War. No, Gears of Pop! Michael, no, we're not moving on until you admit that my video was good. Uh, I would, but I would have to see it first. You fucking... Oh my gosh. Fuck! Is it hot in here, or was it just the burn? Oh, damn. Holy wow. shit. <laughs> so, wow. uh, Just Cause wow. 4. Who cares? Yeah, we talked about that in the Square Phoenix <laughs> no, conference. I, I, wait, we uh, didn't talk Gears, about Gears of War 5. Gears what about of Gears of Pop? Who the fuck that cares? was so cute. <laughs> Who cares about any of this? Who about any of these <laughs> fucking games anymore? I like the Funko Pop. <laughs> Uh, that took me off guard. I hey, thought look, it was Gears cute. of War 5, a cover shooter. Whoa. <laughs> it's fucking In great. fairness, though, I hear I hear Gears 4 is, was really good. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it was. But, you know. It was Gears. fantastic. Is that I mean, sarcasm? It has, I, if anything, I'm able to distinguish Gears of War from other shit, like The Division, because there is, weirdly enough, it has its own aesthetic. It has its own identity. You know, you c I could tell. I don't know what they're called, but I can tell, like, from the armor. I could tell from like the emblem what it is. You know, like, oh, that's fucking gears. It's yeah, established. I, I, it makes. I can tell at a glance what it is, and then go puke. You got uh, the fucking Jesus. chainsaw gun. You know, I you got the my chainsaw burn was gun. was hot there. I I look. You know, I'm just know. like I'm so sick. I I like, I just I like I'm just sick of everything. You I'd say you've become so numb you can't feel us there. I can't. No. Anyways, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> the Western game space is like, just I'm I'm completely done with it. I'm just gonna sever my ties now. I can't take it anymore. Wow, this this was a really hard year for you, wasn't it, King K? It was. I'm admitting that right now. This was like, as an E3, the more that I think about it, I really didn't like it very much. I thought I, Gears <laughs> Five, it looked fine. It looked okay. That was it a pretty good that impression there. It was like E3 was an event this year for me to learn more about Kingdom Hearts Three. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. It, that's all it was. Like I said, you know, it's it, Gears of War may be a cover-based shooter, but I think it does have its own identity. And maybe post Armageddon, but you got aliens, and I think that's oh, I thought the, interesting. I thought the locust came from inside the planet, so they aren't aliens. It, it's like a sci-fi though. It's like sci-fi-ish, okay. you know. Mm. I, I could buy mm. that. It's interesting. I can't really get into Gears of War myself, but I have a bit more respect for Gears of War because it kind of does its own thing. It's like you play Gears of War, then you play something. <laughs> 
I guess like the division, for example, there's it, there's a huge difference between the two. Like Gears of War is its own thing. It looks similar, but when you actually sit down and play it, it's something. You know, it's its own thing. It's unique in its own little way. So, but yeah, that was Microsoft. Oh, uh, now hold it. on. We've got one game left to discuss. Oh, that's Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk 27. Yeah. And my, what I have for my notes is, God, why won't this conference end? <laughs> Michael, you was, you are just a Debbie Downer in the most extent. That <laughs> Cyberpunk game is made by the Witcher guys, right? CD yes. Projekt Red. Yeah. What, what, what looks is interesting. What is the Cyberpunk thing, though? Because people are, like, really excited for it. But, like, is it based off of something, or what? It used to be a board no. game or something. A board Cyberpunk? game? Cyberpunk? Or something like that. I don't know, people, the, it was an existing thing. Yeah, yeah. Because now people it's, bring, were I don't know. it's being made into, like, a You think I fucking game. know what it was? I don't know. <laughs> hey, you know, you're smart. I'm not. I, maybe you would. I don't know. I am smart. I am smart. SMRT. I mean SMART. <laughs> did you know did you know that CD Project Red is funded by the Polish government? Okay, let's let's move on. Huh. No, 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 no. This <laughs> is really interesting. Is so is that true? That's not like a conspiracy or something. No, no, no. They they got well, 7 million they, they US gave, dollars um, for this game. They gave uh during like uh some kind of event they gave Obama like a gift of the Witcher books. <laughs> I remember yeah, that the specifically. Fuck is happening. My world no, as, is spinning. <laughs> as a Polish person, like apparently the that's Witcher like that's like a are, in their uh, yeah. Uh, what countries is it based in? Uh, Poland. Poland. Yeah, in that like apparently Poland. in that country, it's like yeah, it's like like uh, um, it's like. I don't know how to all how to say it. It's like their national like their national their treasure. treasure. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I'm gonna go. But apparently, kill it's like it's of the Polish. It's known government. throughout their country. Like that's what they're part of. What their yeah. country is known for is the Witcher books for some reason. <laughs> no, it's uh, I'm I'm a Polish person, and I can tell you firsthand that like the the Witcher three. I mean, the Witcher books are a pretty big deal. And CD Projekt Red, they're located in Poland. They're a very big deal for them, cause they're like, they, you have to you have to consider too that they're um they're like they're making I'd like to say their total equity is like a billion dollars or something, so they're doing a lot to help the Polish economy, and like the government is really invested in CD Projekt Red in terms of like wanting to help them get stuff out. <laughs> Um, hmm. by the way, Cyberpunk is, was a board game. Okay. That's bizarre. But yeah, it's, um, I think it's hmm. pretty interesting, the, the story behind CD Projekt Red with how, how much of, like, a cultural icon in Poland they are. Same with the Witcher books. Mm -hmm. All right. I mean, you gotta give and Poland. That, you gotta that, give Poland something. We've got polkas. We're the doormat of Europe, and we've got the Witcher books. And, oh, you gotta uh, give Florida something. We're the penis of the United States. Yep, and, and also home to George Zimmerman. 
That, that would explain why Florida has the highest rate of public masturbation in the <laughs> union. But anyway, yeah. uh, Sony. We're moving on to Sony. And Easily this their worst conference in years. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm having a hard time deciding if I, if I, which I would rank lower, this or Nintendo's. I Honestly. gave Nintendo. Okay, so I gave Nintendo a C, and I gave Sony a D. If that helps. Because I gave Sony. It, it started D. out really bad, and then it got better. <laughs> Uh, but okay, so let's 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 get right into it. Last of Us Two. We oh, yeah, finally got some gameplay. Yeah. Last year this it was looks like, like the, the biggest most... missing person was Last of Us Two. We like we got an announcement the year before, then we got nothing. And I remember Hadox and I being in a call together, like they didn't show Last of Us Two, and then we finally got to see it this year. So, and this looks um, like the most generic, most mediocre, no, try hard stop game you right I've there. ever seen. Mike Ryan. <laughs> No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Nope. Wrong. It has done absolutely nothing to convince me... Please. That this, uh, it did nothing You're to convince me, me. As, a as someone who was never a fan of The Last of Us to begin with. Please, Ryan. It, it, done, Ryan, it did nothing please. to win me over. Ryan, stop. It looks so yeah, try hard. I'll, I'll contrast no. so, with... Uh, like, I, I'm interested in it. Hey, you know what? More but power I'm, I'm to I'm also you. interested in it in the same way that I'm interested in Uncharted in that I just kind of like to kind of like to just sit back the way that I enjoy a movie, which is weird to say, yeah. and just kind of play the game and just enjoy the story. I don't care if the gameplay is kind of shallow. It's not even that the gameplay looks kind of shallow. It looks like as if I've seen this game like 30 other times. <gasps> Brian? During E3. Because like, like, I get you, but also I like Ellie, so I mm -hmm. probably will buy it. I hope she you fucking know, like, kills Joel. Nothing would make me <laughs> no. happier. No, fuck Joel that is guy. my dad. Joel no. is is a sadist. You're and, a sadist, and I want him to die <laughs> because he deserves it. Because he's an asshole. No, he's not. He's a good person. No, he's an asshole on purpose. Like he's supposed no. to be, but still, I, nothing would. Oh, he's a good he person. His daughter dies, so he's a tragic bad character. Like well, that is part of the reason why I'm pretty sure why he becomes the way he is. It's just that it's not a good thing that he does. He doesn't like usually isn't doing very good. Like the thing that I kind of like about Joel, though, is that I feel like he was just put 
in an incredibly horrible situation, and I don't think many people would escape from that unscathed. And unfortunately, yeah. it just kind of broke him into a like horrible man in a way. Like some of the thing, the decisions he made were probably not the best, you know. So, and it, I like that about it. Like I like, I really like the ending of The Last of Us one like a lot. So I'm interested in the second one. Yeah. And it just seemed weird. It seemed weird that this that it was gonna have a sequel because that ending just seemed so like definitive to me at the time not really though yeah because they leave it i mean either way I, i'd be happy because i think you could end it there but i think you could also the way that they do it where they jump forward in time i think gives them a lot of leeway to do uh, new yeah. interesting things like, uh, so like i wasn't sure what they were going to do with it but now that i've seen this trailer i have a better idea and i'm like okay this this will probably work just fine I don't know. It was. I don't know why I felt like it was so definitive at the time, but seeing this, I'm like, of course, this seems natural. So, uh, one thing I did want to say is, so I'm kind of in the middle between you two and Ryan, uh, in that it seems like Hadox especially really likes Last of Us, and Ryan I know seems to kind of hate it. Um, I've played it twice, and it got better the second time, and I did really appreciate a lot of things about it. Um, but it just... It, it never seemed like the greatest game ever made to me, and it just seemed like okay, it was critic hold on. bait, almost. Michael, Michael, but you're you're not criticizing the game, you're criticizing the culture around yeah, it. Yeah, what I'm saying is that I think the game is perfectly fine. It's just that the way that it has been shoved in my face is kind of off-putting and i can relate to ryan on but, that note now in but terms I of last i don't understand well, it's, why it's, that's it's, that's something me, you have to mention as like an addendum to the game like oh people push it in my face or whatever well because like, the same thing is happening with this game is because it's last of us 2 it's being pushed in our face because last of us 1 was the greatest game ever made don't you know well it's it's but, more so uh, than just the critical reception that the last of what that the last of us got like the first one it's more so just it's just it's a game, game in a post armageddon setting i've seen this game like a million different times i don't care if people are saying it's the best or the worst thing ever i i gloss right but, over it because it looks like every single thing that i've seen before and everything that i played from the first which granted i only played about three hours of the first game i got it from a red box and then i put it back because I, I got nothing out of it and again, with this one, it gets, it, with, with these kind of games all over the market, it did absolutely nothing see, to convince me that I this is going to be anything. I think Ryan is right noteworthy. about that, is that ever since Last of Us 1 came out, it seems like every video game ever is trying to be it now, or incorporate some elements of it, like God of War did. Like God mm -hmm. of War... Like the way that they set up the okay, camera, the way on. that the, it was tonally, you, like the combat was finish, way different. But did you finish God of War? Did you play it? I've seen my brother play it. Okay, no, for no, quite no. A bit. Then you you can't compare it to no, no. You're it, the, that's the not camera correct. angle is the same. So what? The way that okay, the, the dialogue is imparted angle. feels very similar. Just the, the way, way it's pace seems were, very similar. The way how they were marketing God Sadox, of War, Sadox, I think this, this the is same, a losing they were, war. It is, it is quite damn similar, and I've played both. There's they, like, I, that's that's also what they were pushing for. They I think were it's pushing a losing for that battle. kind of Last of Us thing in the marketing. What I will, like, I will say is that I don't think God of War is harmed like by it. 
And it's just, it's, I think Ryan's right that ever since it came out, we've seen every game try to mimic it and incorporate it into it somehow because it was so successful with critics. And that means that I'm by going, the time... Okay, alright, okay, but I'm gonna have to side with Haydox here and say that that is not on the game at all. You know? So, because like, this exactly. is the same shit. Okay, People, so... everyone on the planet is like, ooh, like, to shift to another game, everyone complains about Undertale's fan base, and I'm like, but who the fuck gives a shit? Like, who gives a shit about the it's fan base? The, it's not the fan base, though. I don't think the fan base has anything to do with it. I don't really. Well, think the fan base are the people that are propelling this game into what the Ryan limelight. What Ryan and I though. are trying to say is that we've seen not only was the Last of Us itself just kind of fine for what it was, and not like as great as it was made out to be in our opinions, but then we got a bunch of games copying it, and now we have the second game, and it just looks like the first game again. And now it's not all that special because everybody's doing it. The problem that I have, again, with this reveal is that it did absolutely nothing to stand out amongst the other games, besides it being The Last of Us 2. I think if this game was not The Last of Us 2, if it had like the same exact beats, similar character designs, exact same dialogue, all that kind of stuff, but if it, if, if it wasn't made by Naughty Dog, and if this wasn't called The Last of Us 2, people would just write this off as another mediocre looking game with some impressive facial animations i'll give it that but then again we've seen that in other games already this game did absolutely nothing to but tell I think me it has the benefit that this was going of, to be a good game yeah that is true maybe not but a i good think game, it also like, has it, the benefit of out. that it's telling a sequential story you know like you can say that but if if it was just another game it wouldn't be a sequel to a story anymore and it would lose that mm. part of its allure Okay, but then it, at the same time, again, it did nothing to convince me to pick up this second game. It did absolutely nothing to tell me, hey, yeah, that's maybe true. you should go revisit the but first I, game. I it's think... good, maybe it's good for people who enjoyed The Last of Us. Maybe it's a good trailer yeah. for people who enjoyed those, you know, people who enjoyed that game specifically. But it, if it's just for them, it's not for anybody else who either doesn't know what the game is or who wasn't like it. I think that's a fail. Yeah, but and that's why that I think this was a bad idea. Uh, that doesn't really make any sense. I don't think it, the point should be to appeal to new players necessarily if it's a sequel to a game. I think it's mostly to assure people that it will be like The Last of Us, because I'm pretty sure, Haydox, is that what you want? Because I would consider be you it. a fan, <laughs> at least. You know? Like, because, I, I mean, people, we were having this argument on Twitter uh, with somebody. Uh, I think it was like Angry Joe or something, but. Um, was it. What did he say? It was definitely Angry Joe, but I think there were other people who were saying stuff about Kingdom Hearts 3 and how it needs to be accessible oh, yeah. to new people and stuff. Well, and that's, when that's you're talking about sequels, I, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Crazy. More so hey, but I don't think anything. it needs to be accessible. Like, <laughs> if, it's a, if it has a 3 on the box or a 2 on the box, I'm not sure it has to be doing anything to get new players in. If uh -huh. it's... If it's if it's telling new parts of a story, you know? Mm -hmm. I I also, I don't know. I just disagree with the fact that you, I, and this is not a call out for how you perceive games, and I'm not trying to attack your person, but I think it's kind of ridiculous when you say something like, there, there are a million other games like this on the market, because it's like, you're criticizing the market, not the game, though. Because I firmly... This is my mindset, take it or leave it, for every game. 
and I I evaluate like shit like Color Splash, Federation Force in the same lens like, of like Color Color Splash I, was pretty good, but go on. Michael, please, I'm, <laughs> I'm on a roll here. Uh, I I I like to look at games by their own merits, like that they exist on a little bubble. You criticize that, and then you're like, in that lens, it's you know whatever it is. But then you can look at the bigger pitch picture. And I think that the comparison when you put a game in a bubble, I think that's important to to have those two parts, and not have one dominate the other. You know. The thing is, is that games exist in a context, and it's right. difficult I to agree with like, you that, I, that context when it is comes, important. When the time comes and, and Last of Us Two comes out, and I probably will end up playing it because it's going to be a big release for PS4. I'm sure it will be just fine, and on its own merits, I'll probably be like, you know, this has some well-designed little combat sections and stealth elements. I'm sure the story will be interesting. I'm sure I'll like it, but you know, in terms of compared compared to what it's inspired, like what the first one inspired, I mean, it just seems like more of the same as the first game to me. And that that and to for, me for context. I also want to add just a bit of context because I was watching this with my sister. And she thought this was The Walking Dead. I'm like, oh, is this like The Walking Dead or something? And I'm like, nah, nah, this is The Last of Us 2. She's like, oh, but it looks like it looks like fucking Walking Dead. So even at that point, this game doesn't even have its own identity. To, to people who don't know nothing about The Last of Us, it's like people look at it and they're like, oh, it's just another one of these. It doesn't, again, I promise it doesn't do anything remotely different. It doesn't do anything to convince me that I should go back and play the, play the first one so I can get excited for the second one. It failed in that regard for me. If I was just some average guy who knew absolutely nothing about The Last of Us, I saw that game on the shelf alongside fucking Walking Dead and uh, Days Gone. I'm like, oh, uh, well, which you'd one of these three should I get? probably look at the know. Naughty Dog logo and go, oh, they made this? Then it's probably worth playing. As someone who didn't really, who hasn't played Jack, as someone who doesn't really care for Crash. Mm. I mean, they're cut. Kind of, Naughty Dog's pretty famous. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure that would at least they're all, catch your but eye. EA is famous too. Well, Naughty Dog is famous in a good way. Mm, yeah. Whereas Either EA way, is just, wait, EA <laughs> is just known for making shit wow. and microtransactions. Okay, well, also <laughs> Nintendo heard about is famous as well. I'm not gonna go out of my way to buy Federation okay, well, Force because has Nintendo's logo on it. I no, I actually have you know not what I mean? heard about that. It's like I need more. I than just mean just in that. terms of their quality standards. I, just, I don't think this was a good review compared to EA. I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me. I, but it's... Ryan, I understand. I really do. But I don't I think, I think the time of the first game has passed, you know? Like, mm -hmm. the job of getting new people into that is has passed, I think. So, I guess I just disagree fundamentally. No, and I think that's absolutely fine. I mean, like, I, get why, I get why fans of the first game would be excited for this. I get it. I really do. You know, and I'm glad that you that you and Haydox are excited for it. That's great. I'm just saying, like, as, as someone who doesn't I mean, give a I'm shit not about the super, first one, I'm super super excited, but I'm like interested. Yeah, I am. Well, Haydox is excited, and I'm glad well, he's Hay excited. Haydox loves like this this kind of genre. Yeah, and I like it when Haydox no. is happy. <laughs> but you know, it's just like I don't know. I just like fun games. Yeah, yeah I but just, I mean, it you, fun you, to me. You talk about The Walking Dead and stuff all the time, Haydox, and you were excited for Days Gone because it looked like it could no. be the gritty zombie game you always wanted. 
So this was just something okay, that was gonna appeal me... to you, you know? I don't like The Walking Dead, though. I well, like you, you... I like the concept of it. Okay, well, you can understand why I might have thought otherwise, because you kind of talk about wanna, it all the time. You wanna know what my dream game is from my mind? You wanna Home know what it is, four? Michael? Sure, Ready? let's hear it. Okay, this is Haydox's dream game. So, imagine this. Every you're in an open world game. It's post-apocalyptic, but it's just when like everything's going down. So like something happened, there's an outbreak of zombies, they move slow, it's important that they move slow, and in big packs. You're surviving, and it's kinda like state of decay, if state of decay was good. Um but you can have like a friend with you if you want. But you could have like interactable zombies, so picture this. You can have like a zombie on a leash, lead him into like somebody's camp and like set him loose on him, you know? Like have him like rip the person apart like as you Jesus. watch or whatever. And, you know, one of those. That's... You could be like the governor or Negan and be like a super villain in a zombie survival game. You're not I, like, oh, I'm, I'm just glad everyone. that I don't live in the zombie apocalypse with you because you'd probably slit my throat <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Dude, oh, dude friend, look at all the blood, yo! My friend and I have a contingency plan if that happens. He says he's gonna eat me. And I'm like, eh, probably. That's, <laughs> that's cool. Okay. Well, we, um, um, I, I don't really know. have anything you... else to say about TLU or TLU2. TLU2? Uh, so, yeah. So there were a couple <sighs> really quick trailers after that. Like, there was like a, a trailer where I'm they- I'm pretty sure they showed Ghost of Tsushima first, no? No. And then they had the- That was after. What I remember was, they opened up in a church because that's where the Last of Us trailer was set. And then, in between that, they cut to somebody at outside of the conference center. And then they showed like a trailer that bundled a bunch of games into one. And then they cut, then they babbled on for like 10 minutes. And then they cut to the actual uh, E3 spot. And then they started showing trailers from the other three big games. Yeah, and then as soon as they cut to the E3 spot, they apparently just stopped doing crazy venues. They were like, oh, we're just gonna do this once at the beginning, and then shuffle yeah. everybody along, and then we're gonna stop doing that. Makes you wonder what the point was. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's that's kind of where, uh, you know, because like I get where King K is coming from with Microsoft, and that he's not excited for a lot of the games that got revealed. Um, that everything kind of looked the same. But at the same time, it felt like Microsoft had knew what they were doing. With, with the Sony conference this year, it was just kind of like, okay, why are we in a church? Now why are these people talking at me? Now we're here, I guess, for the rest of it? Like the actual conference. Yeah, yeah but I think that was like the confused. only bad part of it for me, because the rest just flowed smoothly. Yeah, like, like after that point, it got a lot better, but the first That's when it got it, to Ghost of Tsushima, it got, it, it started to pick up. But the, the opening of it was kind of rough, and I was like, I was convinced it was going to be the worst conference, yeah, and, but then but it got I, I going. Just, I think over time I've just realized that the presentation itself really doesn't fucking matter to me. Like, I well, just care about case, what they talk just, about in it. You know, in that case, uh, we should just read a list online after the show, you know? Uh, I, I mean... I would be willing to do that at this point, because I don't actually care about watching the shows. I do it live because my friends do it, and I'm like, oh, I'll just watch it with you. I mean, like, I don't care about the presentation. 
I'll just like if I have to if nobody if for some reason none of my friends are watching E3 <laughs> I just wait and then probably watch the trailers mm -hmm. because why not because I don't actually give a fuck how the like how the way they announce video games is presented you know like yeah I don't know uh, but... I mean it could be like Ubisoft and have dancing pandas okay on that note Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> uh, it looks very similar to Sekiro in some ways it's it's set in the kind of the same and kind of a similar backdrop so to speak uh but Looks ghost like of Tsushima. souls it, it yeah so Sekiro's <laughs> gonna be a typical from soft offering in terms of gameplay whereas ghost of Tsushima looks kind of like if you combined that last of us god of war ps4 kind of gameplay with a samurai uh world you know feudal japan and combat so kind of like a slower paced combat uh where you gotta anticipate enemy moves and stuff and it looks really story driven like it's set during the like the part of this trailer they showed was set during like a i think a mongol invasion or something mm -hmm. um and then you have kind of the beat where the other samurai turns against the player character and you have like a little duel it looked interesting and i think what surprised me the most about it was that it's this is being developed by sucker punch uh, because yeah, now there's Sly Cooper um, guys, right? Yeah, that's them. They, I do not know how consistent Sucker Punch is now with how they used to be, but if it's the same people who have been developing since Sly and since have developed like Infamous and stuff, I'm pretty excited because I like all of those games. So mm -hmm. I like Sly particularly. It's one of my yeah. favorites. So. I mean, I, I I played Infamous 1, I've heard Infamous 2 is a lot better than the first one, but Infamous I 1 like was just kind Infamous of okay games. to me. Yeah, it was alright. Um, and what I've, from what I've seen of 2, it does look a lot better than the first one, but uh, I I know next to nothing about Second Son. Um, they, make a, they didn't make an Infamous 3, did they? No. Uh, because, mm. uh, spoilers, Cole dies at the end of Infamous 2, so they couldn't <laughs> continue that. But doesn't it... Doesn't it have like a part where it's like there's like a lightning bolt that strikes, but it's kind of in the vague shape of a three? And it's like what? Isn't it like mean, a thing? Infamous Second Son might as well have been three, even if it didn't start Cole. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm glad I, that I they're doing something different from Infamous. That they're in that it looks really interesting. Like this is a game I'll probably go pick up, and I guess the difference between. Because these are both kind of Last of Us-ish games. I just thought that Ghost of Tsushima, by comparison, uh, had a more unique setting and, you know, character to it. As Here's well as my thing, design. though, because when I was watching this, I didn't get, like, this was trying to be, like, again, like God of War or Last of Us. It, it just, it kind of felt like as if it was too early in development to really... It just seemed like a tech demo. It's like there's that part where like he's in the he's in the flower field and you can see like mountains all the way back there. And the first thought that came to my mind is like, oh, is this kind of is this, is this going to be like an open world game? Like, can I actually go to those mountains? That would be kind of cool. But they didn't really say anything. About you should the ask game. Todd Howard if you can go to those mountains. <laughs> <laughs> but like, we don't know. And then Again, uh, this, this is if it feels like as if it's way too early in the development to know really what the what the crux is of this game it looks like a really cool idea but i feel like as if later down the road this is going to end up being a completely different game that would then what was shown off 
at E3. Uh, that's possible. So it's like, it's it's hard for me to be like, wow, I'm excited, because it, wow, it's Mohammed. probably going to change. Wow, Mohammed! I just, I don't know, I can't make heads or tails of it. Yeah. One thing, one positive thing I can't say is that it doesn't take, it doesn't take place post again with zombies. Thank mm. God. Um, so, uh, there are a couple other games that we didn't mention here. Like, I have notes on Black Ops 4. There was no trailer for that. We talked about that yeah. already. Tetris Effect, yeah. I don't think we have anything to say about. Days Gone didn't get gameplay this year, even though it had gameplay last year and the year before. Um, so that, it's kind of like Crackdown 3, where the hell is this game? Um, Ghost Giant, I don't remember at all, Net Beat Saber neither. And then there's a game called Control, which I don't have anything down for, because I think this I is one of those rapid shot uh, trailers. There was a tweet that came out from the developer that said it was an open world Metroidvania, and I don't know what the fuck that means. So, oh, there you go. Are we talking about Control? I don't know what we're talking about because they just tweeted that it's going to be an open world metroidvania and that was that. And I'm like, alright, I don't know what that means. So, so did we actually get any gameplay for this? Because I don't remember. Nope. Don't think so. Because this, this sounds like it could be really interesting then. As Wait, I, what game is this? Control? Control? It's going. Isn't that like the one where he plays the girl with the gun? Oh yeah, this game. Now I remember. This trailer is really weird. I think I was. Mm. Yeah, that that does look interesting. Yeah. Uh, do we? Um. So, Resident Evil Two remake got announced. Yeah. Because I this know that. I know that cool. a lot of people. Uh, liked Resident Evil 1 remake that they made. Mm -hmm. uh, but this looks kind of different from that. I know that Alec, Alec Alger, the SideQuest gamer, made a clickbait video about how they got rid of uh, <laughs> fixed camera angles. Yeah. This, this kind of looks like what Square is doing with Final Fantasy 7, Capcom is doing with Resident Evil 2. Yeah. And Wait, what do, what do you mean a clickbait video? I, it's like, what oh, I mean my, is, oh, my uh, fixed camera angles. Oh. I, the clickbait accusation was mostly in jest. What I mean is he made a segment from... Uh, he Every once in a while he'll do like an editorial under the title of These Crazy Days in Gaming. Uh, oh. Where he'll just kind of discuss something that's relevant that came up. He hasn't made one in a while. And they made one about <laughs> how Resident Evil 2 Remake isn't going to have fixed camera angles. I haven't actually seen it yet. Um, so I don't know what his verdict was. Uh, no, with Alec, it could be either or. Um, but one of the things is, I don't really like Resident Evil that much. Um, and part of the reason why is the pre-rendered backgrounds and fixed camera angles. So if they're gonna make, like, a fully control... I don't know what Resident Evil 7 was like. I heard it was good compared to 6 yeah. and like stuff. A, yeah. Like an FPS, um, almost. It's like, what? Um, would you say it's an FPS? Yeah, it, it's, it is. It's first person... Um, first person survival sh shooter. You shoot things, but I hear people compare it more to PT. Yeah, like a yeah, it's very much game. like PT. Yeah. But oh, it's I different thought you guys too. said E.T. for a second there, and I'm yeah, like, Yeah, oh, it's I like E.T. 
You have to go find the pieces of the hole while the cop is chasing after you. <laughs> um, yeah, so Resident Evil 2, you know, so it looks like fully controllable camera and whatnot, but it's still like a remake of the, of the second game. That to me, I would be much more interested in playing than the original, honestly. Um, you know, just because I don't like old school survival horror games. I just, they do nothing for me. I played Silent Hill 2 and 3 and I just, it was the most eh experience I've had with the video game in a long time. I, I watched someone play it a while ago, Silent Hill 2 specifically, and it was something that I enjoyed watching, not so much playing. I, th I do think there are some games, as weird as it sounds, there are games out there that are more enjoyed when you watch them than play them. Yeah. So, I don't know, I guess I'll see more about RE2 Remake, and if I like what I see, I might check it out, maybe get the demo or something, but... I'm honestly kind of hoping that it plays similar to Resident Evil 4. That's that because that game is actually really Resident good. Evil 4. I played and I hated it, <laughs> and I didn't. What you play it on? I played it on GameCube. Mm. I thought the controls were terrible, like in a completely different Wii. way from the first four games, or you know, from up to Nemesis and whatnot, and uh, Code Veronica. Mm. <laughs> like that, Try those Wii. controls are battered in a completely different way than Resident Evil 4's controls were. I think you would like the Wii version. That one's often considered to be like the best one anyways. You got okay. point controls. But so. there was that and just the gameplay didn't seem like anything special and I kept running out of ammo and the story mm. seemed really stupid. And then I got it to this part- It was stupid, but it's funny. Then I got to this part where I got locked in this house with some Spanish guy and I had to like shoot everybody, but the controls were so terrible I couldn't keep up. Mm hmm I remember that part. And then that's kind of where I gave up. Because I just I wasn't it. having fun. <laughs> but, you know, that's that's just... I'm sure I've pissed off even more people by saying I didn't like Resident Evil 4, but that's just how you it is. You Okay. Isn't uh, it I'd like weird to, how uh, just... I'd like to say that during this recording, a spider fell off my ceiling and landed on my shirt and said hello. So Kill it! Uh -huh. Kill that son of a... That was quite surprising. Bulldog. I hate spiders. It's like he wanted to Holy bomb shit, me Rick! Trover saves the universe! Well, I don't know what you're talking about, Morty. It stop. just looks like a game. No, please, we gotta please, go play Trover saves the universe, Michael, Rick! Michael, please. Please stop. Please. No. 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 I like how Justin Roiland, and this has been said a million times, he can only do like three voices. It sucks. <laughs> well, it sucks you know, so did bad. you know that he was uh, the gem cutters in Spyro 2, Hadox? Yes, I did. I, I've had that game trivia bomb just fucking deep-throated into my throat. So, Like, yeah. did you know Mario 2 was Doki Doki Panic? <laughs> did you know that Pac-Man was originally going to be called Pac-Man? Did you know that Mario and Luigi were supposed to originally be gay lovers, but Miyamoto... <laughs> Miyamoto said no. <laughs> <laughs> took away my bike. <laughs> That's my favorite story of him. How they took away his bike. Holy fuck. Um, you Death told Stranding. me that. What the fuck? <laughs> Death Stranding is... 
So like cool. last year, it was like a mindfuck trailer. This year, we got some gameplay and more I, story wasn't context. Last year, was it last year when they had a trailer for this game? I remember yeah. a trailer, and yeah. it was a fever dream. And then at one point, you go into Norman Reedus's mouth, and then you see a fetus, and it's sucking its, its thumb, and it goes... And then yep. it goes back out, and I wanted to throw up. Norman like, that Reedus was disgusting. The funky fetus. And then in this game, it did the same thing, where it's like, you're inside Norman Reedus, ooh, and you see the baby, but it's its butt. And it's like, why? Because it's epic. Epic? Epic! You and I have very different <laughs> definitions of epic, my good sir. It's epic. <laughs> I love when Norman Reedus bores a child. Okay, that's that's enough discussion of Death Stranding. <laughs> I was never expecting to hear those words. Well, it's true. That's what but happens. That's Haydox's kink, huh? No. And I thought, no. I thought me liking feet was weird. Oh, Anyways. please. <laughs> okay, please. Neo, Neo no. 2. I mean, we, we have to talk at least a little bit about this about this game, right? Because it's, it's one game? of the big four that they had. Ghost of well, Shishima? Like, big snore. Oh, it, it took uh, you a while to come up with the, the, such an obvious joke. You I should be ashamed between, of yourself. I was debating between snore or bore or whore. Well, I thought the last one was kind of mean, so I'm like, Fantastic yeah. snore. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but it's just like, what is there to talk about with Death Stranding? It was, like you said, it was a fever dream two years in a row. All we really saw in terms of gameplay was Norman Reedus walking around in an open world. So we know that that's going to be there. We know that the plot's going to be just as batshit as Metal Gear from the few cutscene clips they showed. Probably more so. I'm sh yeah, you're probably right. It looks even more batshit than Metal Gear. At least with Metal Gear, there was some grounding in like, you know, government espionage and war and stuff. With this, this we, is just... it could be fucking anything. Well, no, you know what it is. They they told you what it is. What, they, what did they did tell you... us what it is? What did it's they stupid. Um, the, the people, the shadows who touch you, like transport you back in time. And that's why he has the fetus, so he's like connected to the present with like himself in the fetus. Oh my god, so this is, is that, like some dream drop distance fetus? time travel. Is that like it's like his like fetus? That. Like when that fetus grows up, it's going to be Norman Reedus. It's okay, so that's, that's is that, why the code least... name for this project is called Norman Reedus and the Funky Fetus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, so the idea is this, ready? The main character named Sam dies. The player is sent to another world referred to as an upside-down world. Holy fuck, it's Stranger Things. Um, so there's like, there's two... It, the idea is that there's... There's a connection between like the living and the dead. And that's the whole thing, kinda? Like, that's the concept. I guess, but I still don't really understand. <laughs> I'm sure that you'll have understand. to read like or watch like three hours of cutscenes before you even play the game. Like this is MGS4 or something. Or Persona 4, where you have to like 
both three hours in the game before the game actually like start starts. Well, I was what I was referring to is that uh, Metal Gear Solid Two and Beyond have like these um, special exposition cutscenes you can watch that talk about like everything. Mm, but they go yeah. they literally will go on for hours if you watch everything. So I, I was making a cheeky joke that Death Stranding is gonna have the same thing, even though it's only the first game. Uh, but okay, so that was Death Stranding. Neo 2? Do you have anything to say about that? I like the first Neo a lot. So yes. so I need to remember what Neo is, because I didn't write anything down for this. Neo is basically Sekiro before it was Sekiro. Okay. If you want to like base it, basic. So yeah, so I guess that was another theme this year was feudal Japan. Yeah. Uh, which is you know I could I could always go for more feudal Japan because it's that it hasn't become so cliched yet that it becomes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure that that looks kind of neat. Spoderman for the PlayStation yes. 4. Spider-Man Arkham uh. Origins is the full title. <laughs> stop. Please stop. <laughs> Michael, it's not funny. Michael. So, uh, Haydox, yes. I know that you were really excited for Spider-Man on the PS4. Why is that like a why is that like a mm? Oh, I'm not I'm not trying to make fun of you. I'm just I was just an invitation for you to <laughs> offer your thoughts. Um Spider-Man 2 on the GameCube and PS2 is like, it's so good, such a good experience, and the web-slinging in this game looks really awesome, um, yeah. I feel like this entire podcast has just been Haydox being excited for something and then Ryan cock-blocking him. I'm not trying to I don't care about this game at all, so I hash it out. I, I, I look at, look at Electro, blood. he looks neat. He does, he, he does, I like that. And, and like, I, I will say that initially, like, when Spider-Man was first revealed, like, the very first trailer, I'm like, oh, shit, great, that's awesome. But the more I saw the game, I just really wasn't all that impressed. It just kind of looked like Batman Arkham Spider-Man. But then when this trailer came out, it, I thought it looked, it looked much better. It looked yeah. impressive, and then they had like a little yeah. gameplay demonstration after that. And you see Spider-Man on top of the building, he's fighting some thugs, and I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, it. Again, it looks like Batman, but it looks fun. It looks, it looks pretty, pretty good. I guess it's just also again my personal favorite Spider-Man game. Well, that's open world and all that kind of stuff. That's what we think of when we think of Spider-Man games, anyways. Um, like the sandbox. My favorite sandbox Spider-Man game is Web of Shadows because I like the way how the swinging felt. Like I think that had the best swimming, swinging mechanics. Period. Because uh, you just felt really fucking overpowered, and that was the whole point. And in this game, it just kind of seems more grounded or more realistic. So I, you're not moving as fast as I would hope. You're not as um, elegant as I would hope. But it still looks fine. It looks, it looks better than what I was anticipating. Still right. not like ridiculous. Unless I'm still not losing my shit over this game. I and honestly, am. I'm probably going to get Spyro before I get this. But I'm after this conference. I I came out looking at Spider-Man in a more positive light. So there's that at least. 
After this conference, I was like, holy fuck, I need Spider-Man immediately in my life. Cause like, I, I'm, I'm a slut for Spider-Man, I'd say. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> I think all of his villains are really good. Like, I just want Mysterio in this game. I want Doc Ock, I want all of them. Doc Ock, Mysterio, and Venom. Those, yep. I mean, I don't see them the being in the game. game. I don't see, I don't see them being in the game, but if they were, that would just make me really happy. I would be so excited and happy. You don't even know. Ugh. If Venom and Doc Ock and just like, uh, give uh, me him, uh, give uh. me Mysterio now. Yeah, I'm excited for this game. I think the Green Goblin is going to be cool because that's definitely the Green Goblin at the end. Oh yeah, sure. I was just like, oh, it's you! And then it just cuts Osborn. off. What? Are you ready for a rematch, Spider-Man? <laughs> what, it, what if it's Gwen Stacy? He's like, hi, I'm Gwen Stacy. He's like, but I thought you were dead! And Dude. then it turns out this is actually the Clone Saga. Oh no! I love Spider-Man. I feel like there hasn't been a good Spider-Man in a long time either, which kind of makes me more excited for this one. Well, I think like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I, I, don't don't you diss on Homecoming, fam? No, no, I, I mean the games, the games, games. Oh, the yeah. games. I, I Homecoming think, was great. I think the last well-received Spider-Man was Shattered Dimensions, and I think from that point on they just kind of mm. dropped. It's like... Like, after Edge of Time, we got the two amazing Spider-Man games and some mobile crap, but that was it. Yeah. And, like, yeah. the amazing Spider-Man was such hot garbage. I I was honestly anticipating the amazing Spider-Man 2 to be a much better game, but it turned out it sucked, and I was yep. disappointed by that. It was really like bad. The whole idea where he's like, you use the triggers to swing, and, like, you press L... Swing on the left, do R. Swing on the right, like I'm like, oh wow, that's a cool idea, but it, it sucks. <laughs> it's so sad that it's a uh, god awful. Yeah, it was not a good one. That does Whatever it for Sony. Whatever you say, Comrade Zick. <laughs> well, okay, we have one so more. Spider-Man on PS4 looks good. I, I joke about the whole Arkham comparison because it annoys Hadox and I find that satisfying. Uh, but the game, <laughs> it's, you. The game itself Fuck looks you. good. I'll probably play it when it comes out. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I'm, just, I'm glad they don't have... I mean, no, no, nothing against Sam Regal, Sam Regal, whatever. But he voiced uh, Spider-Man and Peter in the Amazing Spider-Man games and he did not fit at all. This new guy, I think it's your Yuri Lowenthal. Mm. Oh, so Luca from the Bayonetta games. This new guy is good. Yuri He's... Lowenthal, literally every character in existence. Yeah, I no, feel that's like. that's Nolan North. You want to know waste of talent? Is the tw 2012 TMNT show has these characters that combine Krang with the Utrams, and they're just called the Krang. And for some reason, even though they just have the most generic robotic voice you've ever heard, like, they got Noah North to play them? Which was really strange. And I'm like, of all the people to cast for such a bit part, why Noah North? He's gotta be really expensive to get, because he's everywhere. Maybe that's the joke. Yeah, maybe. It's like when you cast Patrick Stewart to play a piece of poop. <laughs> 
the movie. Cusco. <laughs> oh, I can't even do it. Cusco. <laughs> we're number one. We're number one. I feel uh, like you could do two. a good uh, Patrick Stewart King K. <laughs> Would I? Do it. Try it. So that was Sony. Wait, no, Michael. Reference. King K has to do his Patrick Stewart impression. No, I don't have a good reference. <laughs> King K? Uh, say something oh? about the Prime Directive? <laughs> oh, the, the I thought we were talking directive? about the guy who plays Kronk from The Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> 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 Whoops. Oh my god, fixing up Patrick Warburton with Patrick Stewart! <laughs> I can't believe it! No, no, he's got a point. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Hey, Docs, do you know who Patrick Stewart is? Yeah, I do now. <laughs> he's Charles Xavier. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but which that's, one? Uh, I, that's that's kind of why I was a little confused because I'm like, oh. I don't think I could do. I don't think I could oh do that. Oh my gosh, my my light outside just turned on, and I'm very scared. Uh, well, <laughs> maybe. Oh, uh, that was that. I needed that. Hey, docs. <laughs> oh. Okay, so now we get to Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo's. Smash Direct. And, uh... There was if you like, like Smash, you, you probably might be, uh, pretty that's where That's where I was. Is that yeah. I did- You guys know, if you've watched that podcast before, that I just don't care about Smash. It does nothing for me. I'm glad that people enjoy it. More power to them. Uh, but for me, it's just like... Half of the conference was stuff we've or that was already revealed before or some port it, it feels like they really shouldn't have had that direct like two months ago and they should have just Honestly, combined that all into this conference instead no because i think at that point ah, i don't know because like I, I could see things like crash and undertale being pretty like oh wow this is e3 worthy okay well what i mean but is having captain toad for example we just mansion on 3ds like yeah, because the problem is that there was nothing really new that got unveiled this year. Except, except for that Wrong. Damon X Machina game, which is, looks like robot mecha fighty shoot looks game. Looks like Armored Core. First of all, yeah, Damon X Machina looks pretty good. And we got some gameplay shown off for Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yeah, that looks fun. I only have I have two concerns with this game because with the modern Fire Emblem games I'm very half and half. I really liked Awakening. I really like Shadows of Atlantia. Wait, you liked the Fire Awakening? Emblem Hero? Yeah, Awakening was great. Mm. It was great. I don't care what no one says. I don't that care. That story though. I don't. Oh, if Fates had a good story too, right? And Corin no. was a good character. No. 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 Awakening no. is like fucking Citizen Kane compared to fucking Fates. Faith was on a whole far. new level of of. I'm not I'm, I'm not getting into a rant, but the point is, I, Shadow Dragon or not Shadow Dragon Shadows of Valentia was a really good return to form. Like if you didn't like the whole anime tropey Fire Emblem stuff, 
you should try Shadows of Valencia, and that game has teeth to it. it. It's not a pushover. It's pretty difficult. So that gave me a lot of faith that this new one that's coming to the Switch is going to be in a similar fashion. And also, the localization was really solid. Because that's one thing that, like, Awakening to an extent, but Fates more so, was kind of nefarious for. It was that it had really shoddy localization. Where you have, like, this really emotional scene about, like, a daughter being reunited with her dad. You're like, oh, wow, I thought I'd never see you again. Wow, I love you so much. Nah, they just replaced it with, grr, grr, that's Dragon 4, I love you. And they replaced it with, like, memes and, like, pop culture references and meme humor. And it just didn't work. That it was, was the game where they decided sometimes to just gut entire conversations and replace uh, them with ellipses. Yes. Yeah. That is the exact game. It's funny because they, the didn't, even, they didn't even cut out the conversations. They just they had the people talk, but they would just talk in ellipses. Yes. And in that actual conversation, like if you look at the local, like the fan localization or even the Japanese translation, it's they're talking about like what it's like to be an assassin and kill counts and whatnot. Like how many people they've actually killed. That's really interesting. But in the West, it's just hmm, hmm, hmm. And this is this is where I have my concerns. Okay, because Fates was split up into two games, even though it should not have been. Three games. And, and I, I stand by that because... Three games. It's been yeah, released on games. one cartridge. I'm worried that this Three Houses oh, is going yeah. to be split up in three games. First, oh. that's, that's my first worry. Second worry is that the team that localized Shadows of Valentia, which, again, I want to reiterate, was a, an incredibly solid localization. They're not doing this game. It's going to be like the normal Treehouse people, aka the pop culture funny memes people. Shufflegate exposed! And that's what I'm worried. Like, the game itself looks really good. Like, gameplay-wise, looks mwah, incredibly solid. I want to see more of it. But then when I found out that the Shadows of Valentia team ain't localizing it, I'm like, mm. Mm. I, I think that... <sighs> I don't like the, some of the models and how it kind of looks. I feel like I feel like it looks better with like the illustrations as the sprites instead of like full 3D models. Yeah, they're trying to um cuz this is like the first console game since Radiant Dawn mm. on the Wii yeah, exactly. and that's what they're trying to go for. They're trying to emulate that and that's fine. But I just I prefer like that stylized look. Mhm. Mm I I honestly was like I was kind of anticipating them to do like the whole sprite thing, mm. like for the little character models that would be on the field. I thought they would, they would be sprites, and when you go into battle, that you get to see the sprites transform into 3D, and then yeah. you see the battles transition that way. So, but I mean, I, I like the scale. I like kind of like what, what's going on. Like I hear that it's going to be like three different protagonists, and that's kind of interesting. Mm. I want to see what they do with that. But Dude, I don't know. I, I, did did you play um Shadows? Is that the new one, Shadows of Valentia? With Amicelico, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a remake of uh, the second. It is. Okay. It is. But I didn't like that too. I didn't like how they did two of them. What the two characters? Yeah. Uh, it was just kind of meh. I I would disagree with that, personally, but. I, I prefer I like my games to have, like, I don't mind multiple protagonists, but I always get, like, Sonic Adventure vibes and, like, uh... <laughs> yeah. So, 
there were, so I guess like, uh, when I say that there wasn't a lot of new stuff, I don't mean that there wasn't any new stuff, because like I said, we got Demon X Machina, Fire Emblem, we knew that they were going to make a Fire Emblem game, but this is the first time they've showed it. Uh, mm -hmm. Super Mario Party was new, uh, they're returning to more traditional gameplay, but the kind of the problem that a lot of people have pointed out is that there's not going to be any online board gameplay. There's not. Uh, so you can wow. only play boards with people in real life. You can wow. you can play mini games online with people, but you cannot play like actual Mario Party rounds, which would be amazing for streams, by the way. Uh, what what's what's the? I mean, it kind of just reminds me of the whole Mario Party Top 100. We were talking about that too, where it's just like the whole point of that game is just the mini games. But then I don't you think lose. Uh, just to reiterate, I don't think they've they've confirmed that there's no board multiplayer. It's just pretty much a lot of people are assuming because that's how that usually is. Uh -huh. um, yeah. Well, if, if, if there, that's if not it, the if, case, if then... the game comes out and there's not online board multiplayer, I'm straight up. <laughs> I am done dealing with their shit. I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> Even if it looks good, I'm not going to buy it. And I, I'm going mean, to straight had, up. They had plenty of time. I'm going to be angry to online. And I, I, I'm going to I won't buy it. I'm not gonna support that shit. That is so dumb. They're like, yeah. <laughs> what is that's like the most? I, it's like the most incompetent way to handle Mario Party. I can't even fucking believe that. Like, that's not even like first priority. We live in an age where people, some people don't live next to each other. For God's fucking sake, Nintendo. Jesus Christ. I mean, honestly, <laughs> this should have been a, this should have been a standard since the Wii. I mean, even Smash Brothers had multiplayer. Pokemon Revolution had multiplayer, but something like Mario Party wouldn't. I mean, even I think at that point, I think that point should have been at the fucking Mario Party 10. Like there was no excuse for that to have online, or to, for it to not have online, rather. You're telling me. <laughs> and I, I'm speaking to someone who doesn't even care for these games. I'm just kind of walking by, glancing at it. I like, love okay, what? these games so much, and you know the reason that I have to keep fucking relying on Nintendo's whim is because no other game out there online does what Mario Party does, <laughs> and it's infuriating that no one has tried to do what Mario Party does, because we're in like this deathlock. Uh, what about <sighs> Amiibo Festival? <laughs> no. I don't even think that was online either. No. Oh god. <laughs> so that's just no matter not. what, that's a moot point. <laughs> uh. Here's another thing too, because I was talking about this game with Jeb earlier today too, and he was reading something from the from Nintendo's website and how this was supposed to be like a fresh start for Mario Party or something. Like that's why it's not called Mario Party Eleven. Like this is supposed to be like a like a reboot or something or like a remake i mean thank god that they've done this i'm glad that it looks more traditional because who's honestly who's gonna buy a game called mario party 11. but <laughs> i think at that point it, to me by it, and be like, like 11 of these if it like, doesn't what? have online multiplayer <laughs> i'm never going to play it like they've completely missed the point it's like when you it's like when you remove split screen split screen co-op for halo <gasps> Like and you, then you, you excuse have, like, it for saying, no, we want to have 1080-60. That's why we removed it. It's like, it's, it's like they're saying, like, you can't have both. But why can you not have both? It's, like, the most boneheaded, like, I don't understand why they're still in this, like, 
I know why. It's because Japan is a smaller country and most people... The reason the 3DS is so popular over there is because people actually play locally with each other. But uh -huh. And their culture is a lot different than ours. But for God's sake, like... <laughs> everything else you make right now has online multiplayer. Like, fucking Mario Tennis has online multiplayer. For God's Pokemon sake. Pokemon has online. Can you please? This new can ones, you no please? Things online. Not the online people or want, if, but it's if not, fuck you. Somebody make a Mario Party clone, please. Somebody. Sonic Shuffle God's 2. <laughs> In this era, I mean, like, God, is so much to ask. I have to go on like fucking dolphin and try to fiddle with netplay, which like breaks half the time. Ugh. Ugh. So yeah, so that was okay. So. The, the the pattern that I saw for a lot of this E3 with Nintendo and why it was so disappointing for me and why I feel like they probably shouldn't have had that direct a few months back and just saved all of that for this conference was that those were like the three new games that got announced. Like maybe there was some indie game they also announced, like maybe Killer Queen Black is new. I don't know. But you know, beyond Fire Emblem, Super Mario Party, and Damon X Machina, everything was either a port, DLC for a game that is already out, a trailer for a game that is already out, or something that they announced at that at the previous uh, direct or leading up. Like they could have probably saved Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu for E3, but they decided to announce it like a week before E3. Like it yeah. feels like something that. Then it would have been something new and exciting to see at E3, but no, we already knew about that, so they're just telling us stuff that we already knew from that previous reveal. Um, then there was like shit like Fortnite's on the Switch now, and Sony's being a dick about it. Uh, Minecraft is coming to the Switch. Oh, great. It's already uh, there. Uh, Hollow Knight. Yeah, so yeah, Hollow Knight's on the Switch starting today. And it's just like, okay, Fighter, we already knew Dragon about Ball that. Fighter Z. Oh, yeah. we're we're gonna be porting yeah, we're gonna be porting Fighter Z and Crash Insane Trilogy and uh, Wolfenstein 2 and Dark Souls like a trailer for Eventually. Dark Souls Remasters. And it's just like we're getting all of these stuff for stuff we already know about. Mega Man Eleven's gonna be on the Switch. That's great and all. Uh, but it's just like where where are the new games? It's like there's like as bad as Sony's conference was at the beginning, before I got better, there were new games. We saw... We saw Ghost of Tsushima. That was something new and interesting. It's just like, okay, Damon X Machina, that's new, but we don't know anything about it. And it's just... And then I after that, it just became Smash for 30 minutes. But next, so it's Smash Brothers, so it's well, automatically what? perfect! Yeah, that's nobody great. says like that, Smash. Ryan, nobody says that, Ryan. Calm down. It's, 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 it's like, a, if you like Smash, joke. that's great. It's a joke. I, and it sounded like um, Haydox and Dan both really enjoyed the Smash portion of the trailer, but for now, me, it was just on. like, now, I'm not going to get this game. I don't care. Is that really it? And now, then, yeah, that was it. I never after said Smash. that. I never said that. You didn't like All the right? Smash trailer? I did, but I, it's not like it was amazing. Like I liked it. Okay, so even Ryan liked it, and Ryan's been the the grumpy guy. Here's the, whole the time. thing, I I think that it's <laughs> it's true. Don't deny. I it. think that this I, is just I, an inevitability, because what happened with Nintendo last year was 
kind of unprecedented in terms of everything that they did. Um, no matter what you think of the quality of those games, there were a lot of things happened last year for Nintendo. So I feel like having an off year is kind of... It's, it's like... Because I don't know what else they should do. Because they even came out and said that a lot of their games aren't ready to be shown yet. And they don't want to keep teasing people with games that they can't show anything for. Which yeah. I'm happy about. And because, specifically because, they have directs every so often, I don't care as much as I would with any other company because we're, we're, it seems like we get information on a lot more of a frequent basis. And like I said, I'm, I'm not up, like, I'm not so concerned about the conferences themselves. I'm only really concerned with the other companies because it seems like they don't really do anything for the rest of the year until E3. But Nintendo seems to have broken away from that. And they've kind of just made, they've kind of controlled their news flow, you know? Yeah. So. I hear that. And that's, that's I mean, part even, of, even... I think, their branding even. They've finally called this just a straight up direct. Like, they've stopped calling them, like, digital events or whatever. They're just mm -hmm. calling them directs now because they have them enough that they might as well just keep doing that. It's like, I even remember uh, when it was E3 2016, like, the only game that they had was, like, Ultra Sun and uh, uh, Zelda. But later on in that year, they had that big Switch reveal where it's like, oh, yeah, here's Zelda, here's Xenoblade and Mario, uh, fucking uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five. Project Octopath, you know, like all of those games. And I think like even with their E3 conference last year, E3 presentation, whatever, you know, it wasn't great, but we still got like Metroid Prime 4. Like that was a big deal. We got some information on the Zelda DLC. We got some information on Yoshi and Kirby. Like there were still stuff Yeah, Yoshi there. wasn't even here this year. And it's, it's possible. It's possible that like later on this year, we can't get that big nintendo news dump it's possible but i think yeah, i think, so I get what what I, I think the saying. reason though that i i respect nintendo in this case is that instead of showing a bunch of games that won't come out for a long time they've instead kept the window at the latest to with fire emblem to like early 2019 you know like yeah i kind of like that nintendo doesn't tease us in the same way they did obviously do the metroid prime 4 thing um, but I think that was more so to calm fans down who were uh, understandably upset about the Metroid situation. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So I can understand that specifically. And other than that, it seems like they've been focusing a lot on games that come out within their window instead of doing what a lot of other companies do. And they'll announce like Starfield or Elder Scrolls 6 yep. games that yeah, probably aren't coming out for two that. years. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. I, I didn't really, I actually probably would have, I think I would have preferred if they cut the fat and just told everyone that it would be a, it would only be Smash Brothers and all like, they should have really just made it all Smash Brothers and told people beforehand so they didn't get their hopes up. I think that would have mm -hmm. been the best case scenario because Either you get Smash or you get nothing, I think, is the way that I look at this situation. Because I really don't think... Because they said they really have nothing else to show. So, I don't know. I, yeah. It seems like it's a I bit of an that, off year. 
Which is why I think, I think they Nintendo should have just fans... not done that direct two months ago and just saved it all for this well, conference. Well, but that's the thing we'll is see. that I don't care when they do these directs. Like, I really don't care. Like, because saving it till now, what would it matter? Like, we just wait longer to hear everything, you know? Yeah, and then we get to hear it, it been at more E3. Fun. Yeah. Here's the, I, don't, still I, don't, is I don't care about making, direct. like... I don't care about making all this, like, huge event out of these things. Like, I just want to know what's happening, you know? Yeah, but I the prefer events... the way Nintendo does it, where we have a steady stream of information over every few months. Yeah, but know? the events are fun. Or they can be. They are like, fun, the most, yeah. At the most important gaming event of the year, they only had three new games. Okay, but here's the thing, Michael. Nin th this is the problem with Nintendo's E3, and why it will always be disappointing, is that you have all these Nintendo fans hyping up the event like there's going to be so much I wasn't shit even expecting out. anything in particular like well, I no I wasn't no, no, thinking no, no. like there's finish. gotta be finish. a new Animal finish. Crossing let me finish let me finish I'm not saying you but I'm saying that that is the hype around it where you have like prediction videos hours on end of like people speculating of like what will Nintendo do it's like Nintendo is one entity they, they're not as rich as the other ones uh, in terms of their profits right now. Um, it, it, they, they are one entity. They don't have the luxury of Sony uh, that Sony doesn't really... They have Sony Interactive, yeah, but they don't really... That's not their central thing for the PS4 for exclusive titles, you know? Nintendo themselves are an enterprise that develops, you know, stuff for the system primarily. It's their teams that do it. So I think that, like... When people get their expectations so high of like, there's going to be an Animal Crossing. What about F-Zero? What about <gasps> Metroid Prime? It's like... That Star Fox racing game that was rumored to hell and back. It's it's like... Yeah, we still don't know what Retro Studios is doing. But why? Know, why this, it's this been like all, five fucking years. This is all hinging upon whether you want E3 to be some giant special event. And, and at this point mm -hmm. in my life, I think I've stopped caring. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, like, I can understand that, King K, but, you know, to me, it, this is the biggest gaming event of the year, and it felt like if you don't care about Smash or Fire Emblem, yeah, there was but, nothing just, here but for But what you. does that mean, though? Like, what what does it mean anymore? Like, I mean, I mean, what everybody's Microsoft like leaking is doing, their games was like weeks game ahead of time anyway. You know, like, we knew about a lot of these games anyway ahead of time because people were like, oh, we're just going to leak it on, like, Walmart or some shit, you know, like... I feel like it's just not as special anymore. I really do not give a fuck anymore. Like, I just don't care. This is just the time of year I, where we for sure get information, as opposed to the other times of the year where we sometimes get information. So, to me, think, whatever, you know? I think on Twitter it can be fun when you're just live tweeting and like watching the shit posts and everything. Uh, That's like, I almost I'm always had having to a fun I mean, I, I honestly, I, I do get where EXO <laughs> is coming from because if this is E3, I mean, like, regardless if you do your own thing or whatever, you should still have like something big. And you can argue that is Smash Brothers. And again, I think that was what they were trying to go for, but at the same time, this was something that they announced in the past. It was something that we already knew about. I guess, you know what? In that case, you can also say the same thing with Sony because they're four big hitters. Well, no. Yeah, I guess they're four big hitters we already kind of knew about as well. So it's it's like, mm. At least in I, that case, we didn't know anything about 
Last of Us 2. Ghost of Tsushima was a game we barely that hadn't been revealed beforehand. Death Stranding is we just had the title in that weird trailer. Spider-Man was like the only game there that we already knew a lot about the gameplay with. Mm-hmm. And with Smash, we already kind of knew, we already know what to expect. I mean, in fairness to the Smash trailer, they did share a lot of information about what it's going to look like. Like, in terms and of And what it's going to be. Yeah. So, I can give them credit for that much, but again, it's just like, if there isn't a subspace emissary equivalent, I'm not getting it. Mm-hmm. And here's my thing. Here, here's my two cents on the matter. It's that, like, they're, the whole crux of this game, the whole point is that it's trying to literally appeal to everybody. Like, that's why every stage is coming back, that's why every single character is coming back. And it's highly speculated that all the assist trophies are coming back as well, so it seems like as if... If it's been in a Smash game before, chances are... It's gonna show up- it's gonna show up in this new game in some way, shape, or form. We may not get subspace specifically, but we might get, like... The next best thing like it's possible that we still can get a story mode or a single player mode that's not classic you know we might get some decent single player content this time around because that's something that a lot of people who you know who played smash 4 that's one thing that they they criticized the game for is that there there really wasn't any single player content yeah so that's it's why i never in, bought it <laughs> and that's why with this game it seems like Again, like, they're listening to everybody. Like, they put, they fucking put Ridley in Smash Brothers. Even though Sakurai said it ain't ever happening, it happened. And that's cool. That's really cool. You know, and, like, directional air dodging is back. There's, like, wave dashing and nail canceling. Oh, and God. People what have been the hell do those terms even mean? It's, it's, it's competitive mumbo-jumbo lingo. Exactly. Okay? And, and people have been wanting Smash to be much more competitive. And that, again, that's what it looks like as if they're trying to do. They're listening to the fans. What have the fans been asking for? They've, they've also been asking for single-player content, so it's highly likely that we can get that as well. Now, what has this fan been asking for? He's been asking for Isaac to be a playable character in Smash Brothers for, like, fucking five years! So maybe I'll get that? Maybe! Probably not. <laughs> Probably just an assist trophy if I'm lucky. Well, it's nice to dream. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know... You did kind of get my hopes up a little bit, Ryan, just now. For what? Wait, for a single-player mode. I mean, that's that's the big thing for me. Like, I'm going to get this game regardless, because I'm going to play this with, with Twip and Jeb and Frank. Yeah, I'm going to play with my click, because I love them to pieces. You know, and I'm probably going to have fun with it. And honestly, like, I, I again, I really like the idea that this isn't really... This isn't the next Smash Brothers game. This is just like... This isn't the next Smash Bros. This is THE Smash Brothers. It has everybody. Fucking Pichu. Young Link. Like, I think that's... Like, if this was Smash 5 and it had Young Link, I'd be like, no, now we got three versions of Link in here. But now that this is supposed to be, like, this huge collective of what made Smash great, like, it's a, it's like a big old history lesson. It's like, I like it. It makes sense. I like what they're doing here. So, it's... I don't know, like, if this was any other situation, I would not be okay with it, but since it's trying to be like, we don't want anybody to feel left out. I like it. I like what they're trying to do. It seems like as if this is coming from a good, it's coming from a place of good intentions. And Smash 4, for me, honestly, it's just for me, Smash 4 just kind of felt made by committee. Yeah. But yeah. Like, I see the effort and I see the passion. And I like that. I like it a lot. Well, um... 
does anyone else have anything to say about Super Smash Brothers? Does anyone else want Isaac to be in Smash Brothers? No. Mr. if you want Isaac to be in Smash Brothers, ring that bell. I've, I've, I, I feel like I said what I said. You'd like. I don't have much else to say about it. I think Mr. this is the Inox. year that E3 as a concept just died to me. <laughs> like, damn. I feel like this is just the. the I'll always participate in it, obviously, because everybody else is, and it's a big event. But like. I feel like this year I just realized that it, it just doesn't matter anymore. Like, however I get this fucking news, however I get this fucking news, just give it to me. Like, I don't even care anymore. I, but I, it's I a just, celebration, and it seems of like you, there's this, there's just the this, gamers. just like Halex said, there's this this giant like cycle of like hype and disappointment, and people yelling at each other online. I'm like, okay, I'm done, <laughs> done with this. I mean, I people are always going to have anticipations. They're going to have kind of preconceived notions. Like, again, I was watching this with my friends, and we were just, like, roasting on Microsoft the entire time. Even though we loved Microsoft, like, we liked their conference a lot, we were roasting the entire thing. It's like, oh, this ain't Banjo. Where the fuck's Banjo? Show Banjo. It's fun. And it's exciting. I, yeah. Like, even though, mean, it's, it's... even though things get leaked, things <laughs> get, quote-unquote, leaked all of the time. Star Fox Racing got leaked, but hey... It wasn't yeah, here. That, that it stuff, was fake. Like, that stuff makes me realize how superfluous it all is. Like, it's just a giant corporate circle jerk, you know? Like, it's... <sighs> like, really? Because I don't care about a lot of these companies to begin with, I'm only going to care about isolated games unless you're talking about a company that owns a lot of IP that I happen to find inherently interesting, like Nintendo. And they have directs all the fucking time, it seems like. So, like, it's just, it seems this year in particular, I just realized that it just doesn't matter to me. Like, I'm done with it. I mean, I guess that's just where we disagree. I had a lot of fun this year. I had a Oof. lot of fun speculating. I had a lot of fun watching. And I had a lot of fun talking about it afterwards with you guys. I mean, it doesn't help that it seems like every Western game in existence is approaching a singularity and becoming the same game, but. Yeah. Maybe that's just me. No, I, I agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. Um, I did want to talk about Pokemon a little bit before we wrap sure. up here. Uh, also, I mean, there's some other things I, I kind of have on my notes. I have, like, uh, Spyro, Team Sonic Racing, and Indivisible. Those weren't really shown off in any conference. Yeah. But they, were, um, they were still there. Like, they were playable. There were still, like, uh, trailers for them. But they were just kind of like off on their own, doing their own little thing, so. Yeah. Um, so the thing with Pokemon is, I think most people go through a cycle like this, because I've, I've talked to lots of people and they relate to this, is there's like a first game you get that you really get into, then there's a second game you get that you get into even more, and then after that you just kind of poop yourself out of the franchise and drop out of it. And then, if you're lucky, you'll find some other game down the road that reminds you why you like Pokemon to begin with, and then you become mm. a competitive player. That seems to be, you know, what a lot of people have gone through, from my understanding. For with most people, it was Gen 1, Gen 2, Gen 3 bored them out of the series, then Gen 5 brought them back, and then it just kind of went from there. Um, as for me, it's just, I never really had that resurgence with Pokemon. Gen 3 was my first game in the series. I loved it as a kid. I liked Gen 4 
about as much, maybe more. Then I got to a black and white one, and it's just like it did nothing for me. And then, then I kind of played. I played um, the first 3DS one kind of out of obligation, but I was bored with it. And then by the time Sun and Moon came out, I just skipped it because I didn't care. I knew I wouldn't finish it. So what I kind of like about this new Switch Pokemon. Um, and having it kind of go back to Kanto is that it kind of resets everything just a little bit because by the time you got to the later gens there were so many fucking Pokemon to catch that getting a full Pokedex was basically impossible at that point unless if you wanted to trade a bunch of stuff over from all the games and go to all this the stupid events where you can get Pokemon for like one day only so I kind of like that they're going back to the original 151 that we're going back to Kanto with, you know, improved graphics and that we're kind of simplifying things a little bit. Cause that, I don't know, that, it just seemed like if we're gonna keep doing the same game over and over again, we might as well give me something familiar I can latch onto, you know? I don't know what other people think about it if they're disappointed that, that there isn't a new region or what. Uh, from what I understand, and again, I, I keep bringing up Jeb, the Black Hooded Gamer. I keep bringing him up on here because we talk about this kind of stuff a lot. Um, I personally, I'm I'm pretty excited for it. I think it looks tight. Um, but my friend Jeb is passing on it. Like he does, he's not going to get it because it's for what is kind of killing competitive. Like you can play online, but there's no like rankings or anything like that. But the thing that's killing it for him mostly is that. In order to go into Brock's gym, for example, you need a grass or a water type. Like, it just seems like as if they're making, they're dumbing the game down yeah. to a ridiculous degree. The thing that's, that's like, I'm, I'm still going to get it. It looks fun and I'm going to play with my sister. But like, the thing for me is, yeah, that kind of stinks, but I can look past it, whatever. It's fine, but it's more so, it's, it sounds kind of stupid, but like the way how you catch Pokemon, it's themed after Go, but it's more so you have to use motion controls. You have to, like there's no workaround. Well, like if you're Ryan, playing, if you're playing with really the Joy-Con separately, you have to toss the fucking thing. Or if you're playing, if you're playing on handheld mode, you have to use the gyro controls. And I hate that. Why can't you just press a button? Or why can't you just have like an option for normal battles or for the Go battles? I don't. I don't know why they're forcing motion controls on us all of a sudden. I don't like it. Well, I mean, it's not like this is Star Fox Zero where it's like really complex motion controls or anything. That is true, but I still it's have like the worst a of it is you it. throw your arm like you're throwing a Pokeball and then that's it. I I guess. But I mean, like even with like with the stuff they have to do in Breath of the Wild or in Mario Odyssey, it's like. I don't think because like you're playing the game mostly normal like with buttons and whatnot like a normal game but then every once in a while it'll throw a curveball at you and then all of a sudden you're fucking throwing like you're holding your switch upside down trying to get the fucking like in the breath of the wild where you have to get like the shrine and the thing the thing with the ball you have to like fucking tilt the thing and it's it's stupid and it's complicated and there's no reason for it like I just I don't know I honestly thought motion controls would be dead at this point, and I'm kind of upset that it's, that it's not. And it's something that I hope it's not in the next game. And I think people are a lot more- Well, I'm happy that they're still around, for the record. 
Oh, that's because you're a weenie. Because uh, like. it, it makes console <laughs> it, it makes console aiming bearable for one. Uh, I I disagree with that to the moon. But yeah, I, but hey, if they, if they want to start putting games on PC, uh, fine by me. <laughs> I just I hate it when it's forced. I hate it when it's forced. And again, in this, it's forced. You can't. There's no workaround. I don't like that. I, I'm not a fan of but that. But if it's easy and harmless, then what's the you know, because like if arm. I'm playing this like on the little switch controller thing, and I have to like well, throw my wrists up just to catch a fucking kakuna, that's gonna upset me. Like I don't, I don't I like just, the Joy Cons either as con is like split controllers because they're too damn small for one thing. But mm -hmm. the 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 Switch Pro controller does have motion sensors in it. You can still use it. I don't it. have the Pro controller. It, it is a worthy investment. It's one of the most comfortable controllers of that type I've ever held. I mean, even still, like when I'm playing, like, again, Breath of the Wild, and I have to do the shrine where I have to, like. Yeah, I agree with when you I have on to that. Hit the, I have to hit the ball where, with the hammer. Like, yeah. whenever that happens, and I'm playing in handheld mode, the hammer is constantly shaking because my hands are always shaking. Oh, that's you know? right. It's like you I can never get it right. Problem. And now yeah. it's, it's going to be like with this game, where you have to use aiming with the gyro controls, it's never going to be accurate. It's going to be like shaking all over the place. And I'm like, God damn it. I can't win. Ugh. Like that, that's the one thing that's killing it for me. Like, it looks like it looks like baby's first Pokemon game. Like, I've heard that thrown around, but it doesn't look that bad. And uh, people are a lot. They're a lot more lenient towards it because they did confirm that we are getting Gen 8. Ooh, my voice cracked. We are getting Gen 8 next year, so there's that, but, I mean, it looks fine, it looks, it looks like as if it's gonna be fun, I like how the Pokemon follow you around and you get to ride your Pokemon this time. It looks cute. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's yes. about, that's about it for me, in terms of E3, unless if you had, and if you fellas had anything else you wanted to touch mm. on. No. I think Sonic, uh, Team Sonic Racing looks pretty good. Indivisible, I think, has a release window for next year, which is always exciting. And Spyro looks pretty good. I'm excited yeah. for it. Yeah. It was really kind of a... Because, like, they did have uh, the, the the developers from Toys for Bob and everything showing mm -hmm. off demos and stuff, but I know. It was kind of disappointing not to have, like, a new trailer at any of the conferences. But it looks good so far. Um, apparently, it's a big deal that they put pink guns in the game in uh, Twilight Harbor instead of machine guns. It's just like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't care. It's it's a goofy, colorful game. Pink guns fit better. I don't care. Mm. I mean, it's, it, there's, it's not like huge, big deal censorship. Like, even, I didn't think Conquer was that bad, but that to me is more... I understand where people are coming with censorship on that one at least, but with this it's just like, who cares? That's kind of like the antithesis of E3, isn't it? Who cares? <sighs> you know, I think even though Kinkei and I had our disagreements with the Nintendo conference, I, st I do still definitely feel a lot of what he's feeling with the enchantment of E3 is just gone at this point. I like, still disagree. I still would like to go physically, mm -hmm. but I don't know. The yeah. event itself is just like, eh. 
Plus, I just want to go because I, I just want to go once in my life. Plus, when you go, you can actually play the games there. Yeah, so. that's true. But, but I I did feel a lot of because this year with E3, uh, in terms of prepping for these, uh, caught these podcasts together, was just a nightmare trying to keep up with everything and to find time to record together and to watch all those conferences and it was just E3 just became a chore this year and I think we could all agree with that and it yeah. sucked out a lot of the fun that's supposed to come from it so I don't know I think we'll probably end up change I will at least be changing my approach to E3 next year um but I don't know I can't speak for the rest of you guys but yeah it was this was I know, had fun even though it came out of a kind of negative, I'm still looking forward to next year. Yeah. But that's all I've got for this podcast, so... I don't know about you fellas. Any other how final thoughts? The, how long was the first part, well, out of curiosity? I think it was like an hour and a half. And then this one is like two hours, 40-something minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Well, that's that's all we got, folks. Uh, I guess we'll see you guys next time for something new. Look forward to that. Uh, so until then, I'm Exio. Hey, dogs. I'm not Exio. <laughs> and I'm the Chinese bootleg of Hadox. <laughs> Jeez. That'll be the Hadoxer. <laughs> Super fun Hadox time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, see you guys <laughs> later. Bye. Good night. Bye.